we rolling? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll sound. I'll sound. Speed. All right, guys. All right, one take. All right, mark it. All right, action. Like film, that's what they all say. Great movies, it's the American way. I wish they had a show where they reviewed movies, which they do. It's called the Film and You Win Show. I like movies, big, big movies, big movies. It's floating pictures, it's so great. Movies. So join us, everybody, for the Film and You Win Show. You're holding it down, man. Hey, everyone. How's it going? It's the Film and You Win Show. It is me, Max, and I'm here as always with Juliet. Yes. But uh, let's not talk about her. Okay. Let's talk about we have a new person in the studio. We do. Juliet, introduce this new person. Oh, well, this is our buddy Dio. Hello. Hey, Dio. How's it going? It, oh, great. So great to be here. So great to be in Casa del Grill Maggio or Magigrill. We go Maggio Grill. Maggio yeah. Grill. I like Magic Grill. Grillaggio. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pitch this grill. at you. Magic Grill. It's like Magic. magical grill. <laughs> That's true. Uh, I'm, you know, just workshop. Just play around with it. I like it. So, Dio, you're a man that you know, like we. I am a man. Yes. <laughs> yes. You're right. Check. Uh, <laughs> we 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 clear that up before the show. I pulled out my yeah. deck. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Cool. Yes, now yes. we can do the show. Okay. We we've wanted to have you on this show for a while because mm-hmm. you have a very wide taste of film. So you know, <laughs> it's true. <laughs> I do not discriminate at all. We, we are we are we are happy to have you join in the film and you in team for this Thank podcast and hopefully many more. But let's kind of discuss what your first contribution to the show was. <laughs> we so, we approached him. I just want to say, and because uh, there's a question that I'll have for you. Uh, oh no! Do you want to do this show with us? All right, you can pick the first well, movie. All right, right, wait, 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 wait. You're not giving the full because you were like, so we do this podcast that you don't like, listen you, to, you, yeah. <laughs> and you've done podcasts before, and I'm like, well, sure, I've like thought about it. You know, like most people, I think around us do. We like think really hard about stuff, and then you know the follow through. Yeah. But uh, and 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 then you like explained it, and you were still explaining it, and I went, Max, you had me at do. Like, <laughs> yes, of course I want to do a podcast. I'm still explaining it. Actually. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yes, then you asked me which movie I would I would want to do. And uh, and what I'm, did you pick? <laughs> I you, picked... You, you pick any movie. Of all the movies. I picked what I predict to be the highest audience critically acclaimed movie of the year already. It's happened in February, folks. It is Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh, boy. <laughs> So, yeah, I was not expecting the word Sonic the Hedgehog to come out of your mouth, but I was like, okay. I said, I said, pick a movie. I mean, I had to go, I had to think fast. And naturally, I, when thinking fast, I went to, you know, the blue blur himself, Sonic the Hedgehog. So, you know, very interesting choice. Uh, I, I, I think it's fair to say, you know, speaking for myself, that I was probably never going to see this movie. Mm. I, I don't think I was ever going to, like, be. You're welcome. Uh, gonna see this mm-hmm. but i did we did yeah why 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 did this come up why why was this why was this your pick uh it was my pick because it's a movie i also was never gonna see and unless i forced two unwilling participants uh there was no there was no way i was gonna see this movie yeah I've, this this wasn't even one where i was like oh well it's free on amazon prime i'll see it i guess like no <laughs> never never considered Look, so 
I'm hearing a lot of this, and again, you're welcome, all right? You are so welcome. I know, like, it changed your life. It was an experience. There were tears streaming down your faces by the end of uh, it. Yeah. I mean, there were uh, thoughts being had during this movie of, why are we here? Um, what's going on? I am an adult. <laughs> There are other movies out there. The Oscars just wrapped, and this is where my come down from the Oscars are: is Sonic the Hedgehog. I mean, what else would we movie? have seen? Parasite. Who cares? But, uh, <laughs> you know, I've like, seen Parasite. Yeah, nineteen seventeen. Like, ugh, over a hundred years ago. Like, I'm sorry, yeah. that movie should have came out two years ago. So That's true. A little late, guys. A little late. Bad marketing. So, Juliet, comparing Sonic to nineteen seventeen, <laughs> what are the similarities? Um, there's running in both movies. <laughs> oh, that is true. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, that's yeah. right. It would be interesting to see the new cut in 1917 <laughs> with Sonic in place of the main character. He'd be um, like, told him. Gotta go fast. You gotta get this message. Time is... A- <laughs> okay, did it. <laughs> awesome. Oh, he, it wasn't just doing all the plots of the movie. It would be him just with like, his ding, Sonic ding. speed. Yeah, yeah. Do you have another message? I'll make it. Um, but instead he's like, actually, does James Marsden have a pickup truck? I think that would be better to get when time is important. Let's go for a road trip. Yeah. We'll, we'll discuss all of this stuff in the film focus. I'm sure. Um, my, my joke that I was saving for later, but it is an Alexander Payne movie um, with James Marsden and, uh, Sonic the Hedgehog. But before we do dive into the film focus, let's talk a little bit about the background of sonic because this was known that it was coming out for different reasons mm-hmm. right uh this screened at comic-con i believe it was uh like the summer of 2019 and people did not uh dig how sonic no. looked no um very negative reaction criticized for how it looked um and then it was announced that sonic would get redesigned so they listened to <laughs> their fans you. the critics they heard you thank god <laughs> What a truly great thing. You get it? You don't like human teeth on your CGI characters. Um, they should have put those back. Yeah, it, it was redesigned. It added an estimated about $5 million extra to the budget to redesign the look of Sonic. Mainly getting rid of the teeth was, yeah. was the big part. Wait, that was it? I would have I would have guessed way higher. Way more I would have guessed five. way more estimated but five million is a pretty i mean you you see yeah i guess that's fair i think you can also tell throughout this movie that it's not completely done but they fix the main like Mm close-ups of the face Mm -hmm. that doesn't have teeth yeah it it looked like the early version was going for what we've seen as the trend the more realistic look right Uh, for some reason sonic needs teeth and really needs to look like an actual blue hedgehog like fingernails um Uh uh yeah getting a little too into detail so they kind of went back they scaled it back and they went back to the more classic cartoon design of sonic i think that's the number one thing they got right with this Mm -hmm. movie yeah he does he they nailed his look (laughs) they They made him look like Sonic. wait wait wait. that's the only thing they got right after getting it completely wrong that's right yeah, and they didn't. Yeah, that's right. We don't really give them the credit, right? This was really the audience being like, because I remember when it first happened, they had like this artist who had worked on, I think maybe the comic or or like on one of the video games, and he like did the like, this is what Sonic really should look like. Yeah, and functionally, that's what they did. I hope that guy got paid. Uh, I don't know any more details than that than yeah. some guy who fixed this movie for them. I don't have facts on this, but I also know like the the. 
the animation house, like the the animation team, like that company went under yeah. doing this project. So, um, <laughs> oh, Jesus. I think that happened with Life of Pi mean, as well. Yeah, Different I, movies. I think, it, but. I think I it was like, it wasn't solely based upon the Sonic thing, but that was the push over the cliff. Yeah, I'm sorry. I don't mean to laugh at anyone losing their jobs, but, yeah. the, but the fact that Sonic the Hedgehog... I don't have tanked a production company. <laughs> in fairness, I don't think it was uh, they. They lost. I don't have the facts in front of me, so I'm mm-hmm. just presenting this as uh, the way I kind of we'll heard it about as fact. it. It's fine. It's yeah, fine. yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. This is a check fact. I fine. know this. Um, <laughs> we p- please leave your comments below. And the form. amount of work and money that went into like finishing, redesigning, and doing this movie uh, kind of just basically bankrupt the company. It was not like you guys are all fired because Sonic has teeth, because that was clearly someone's <laughs> choice at the beginning. For this yeah. thing to happen. Uh, you know, other criticisms that you saw online for this was that, like, people were comparing him to the little boy in Jumanji oh, yeah. when he was, like, half monkey, half oh, boy. Oh, yeah. Um, and I think that's kind of realistic. That would have been a way better thing for them to do. Just get a Just tiny actor. child and put him in. Yeah, I think the fans would have really loved that. I want it to be Ben Schwartz as, like, a tiny child, though. I, Just miniaturize him. Are we, are we talking, like, Paul Rudd and Ant-Man and the Wasp? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Just shrink him down. Other, uh, you know, other comparisons were like Mike Myers' cat in the hat, uh, just oh, yeah. kind of like how disturbing it looked. So creepy. The, the important thing, though, is that they listened. And mm-hmm. I think that is really why the positive appeal of this movie, why fans are really going out to see this movie, is they felt like they were heard finally for their complaints. And I mean, yeah. where, where are we on that level of, you know, I mean, that's the success that the movie brought. It's like, hey, we showed that we didn't like it because... We can name another movie that came out recently <laughs> where there was negative appeal to how it looked in the trailer. And they just went, well, we're just going to go with it because it's Christmas time. That I'm talking about cats. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, 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 we we got yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know I, if someone listening out there is like, what is he talking about? Uh, we're talking about Parasite. Yeah, yeah. They went in. They had to they made all, all those... the people in Parasite. Yeah, yeah they made all of them Asian. <laughs> oh. I heard Trump really liked Parasite. <laughs> he loved it. Well, he liked the pre-cut. He got the director's cut before they went back and made all the characters. It's terrible. It'd be great if Sonic uh, was brought up during one of his rallies, like, make Sonic great again. Oh, my God. Yeah, I would have loved if he listen, uh, listed uh, Sonic. It's like, yeah, bring back Gone, Gone with, with the, the wind. wind. What about Sonic the Hedgehog? They brought back Sonic. <laughs> Good question, though. Do you think Trump has seen Sonic the Hedgehog? Do you think he's seen it? Oh, yeah. I think he saw it in the in the theater in the White House. Yeah. He just like it's... sat there with his burgers and his popcorn <laughs> and had a good old time. It did come out during President's Day weekend. That's so. true. Oh. oh, that's right. Maybe he didn't watch Harley Quinn, Birds of Prey. I don't <laughs> no. know. No. She's, nah, she's he a definitely, nine. Yeah. He definitely saw Sad. that. Sad. So one of his aides were like, yeah, they definitely have tits in that movie. And he's like, I'm in. I'm fully on board. Yeah. The point is they, they they did listen. They avoided disaster, They you know, instead of doing what cats did and just go like, let's just see what happens. Uh, people didn't like how it looked and they redid it. And I think that's probably the best part about this movie. Yeah. Yeah. Seems to be why everyone loves this movie, too, I've, is that I've like, they redid it. I've never seen so many people on Twitter praise a movie that wasn't very good yeah. <laughs> like like there will be somewhere it's a 50 50 thing well, I, but this is so many people are like oh my god they nailed it did they or do you just feel heard so now you feel like you're a part of it yeah and and we'll let's save that for when we get into the film focus because i'm sure we can talk for um you know 
three hours on that. So. <laughs> Try not to. Um, the, the success, though, this is the most successful to date video game adapted film to be released. Uh, the mm-hmm. budget was deservedly 80- so. Let's 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 be clear. <laughs> yes, uh, there's not that many good ones out there, so that's kind of uh, yeah. Yeah, fuck, it. fuck like, you guys, Detective Pikachu. It's sort of Sega like for uh, life. winning a best T-shirt party when everyone else is shirtless. Yeah, <laughs> you know? uh, the budget was eighty-five million dollars. It opening weekend, USA grossed fifty-eight million, seventy million grossed over the four-day weekend, and that's worldwide gross right now of the opening weekend of one hundred and thirteen million dollars. Wait, what was the budget? Eighty-five million. Okay, so, so they, they made their money day, back. They made their money back, and wow. maybe they can give those animators jobs again. <laughs> yeah, let's open um, that production studio right back up. Come on, guys. <laughs> another another funny. This is Paramount's like big break. It's kind of their biggest domestic debut since Mission Impossible Fallout, which was like wait, oh, what? Yeah. This is, <laughs> so this is uh Paramount's biggest domestic debut since Fallout, which happened uh, a year and a half ago. Wow. Another movie that they had to go um, back and replace the effects on Tom Cruise. Yeah. yeah, there, <laughs> yeah. there are other there are other releases. Uh, most recently was gemini man and terminator dark fate oh well that's fair. um right. so yeah can i can i have more blue drinks <laughs> you can so juliet's got us all set up for this film focus she made a blue drink what, what's in this blue drink that we're sipping uh, poison it is a pina colada flavored blue vodka drink pour, pour it into the mic oh yeah hold on here we go, here we, we, go. we need to hear that the Just drink every, is being poured every Ooh. There you go, ASMR folks. Can you can you taste Get that? Get off there, on that. Can you taste that coconut? Mm. <laughs> and also, Juliet got us Sonic. This podcast is not brought to you by Sonic, but Sonic. But but Sonic. Food fast. Listen, <laughs> I like a good theme. Everyone knows this. But those onion rings. Whoa. Yeah. Once again, this podcast is not brought to you by Sonic. So, <laughs> but before, it could be. Before we get into the film, focus. Let's raise our glasses. Do a little cheers. We're gonna talk about Sonic the Hedgehog. That's the official title and a segment that we call the film focus. Take us there, Juliet. Hey, hey, hocus pocus, it's the film focus. Okay. Okay. <laughs> that was way shorter than I thought it was gonna be. Yeah. I was like settling in for a nice long slow jam. No. <laughs> no, we have to get into this. We don't we have we're on Sonic time. That's now, right. yeah. so. My favorite thing was the Marvel like opening for Sega. That was like, here are all our video games that, yeah. like, now we're starting the universe, guys. The Sega Cinematic Universe begins <laughs> here with Sonic the Hedgehog. I did notice that, too. It had, like, a very much, like, a MCU starting, like, no, what, welcome to the SCU. Yeah, with guys. Sonic and... Uh, Aladdin. And That's a game wh- I played a lot. No. <laughs> we're going to take that from Disney. I played we're a Ren and Stimpy game. But it's I don't Ooh. think Sega came up with Ren and Stimpy. So. No. Uh, yeah. There's Ren and Stimpy cinematic there's, universe. Soon, there was a, a Barney game. It was like Barney Hide and Seek. I like none of these are actual, are all IP. They're all IPs. <laughs> Oh boy! Uh, so, right. Alex Kidd, anybody? I'm getting my I'm getting my video game fans going. We'll get Alex Kidd in the sequel. Uh, uh, Virtual Fighter characters in there. I'm trying to establish my video game cred here, guys. Uh, here. Well, there'll be a Dreamcast nerd. Okay, <laughs> yeah, I've hit my limit. Yeah, Dio. I know you're more of the Sonic game expert, but one thing I want to point out is that I understood the game to be kind of a uh, environmental game sort sure. of the game originally kind of had a plot of reclaiming this world from dr robotnik 
who's uh-huh. kind of turn, changing everything into machines, destroying animals, and it's yep. The, the game, them. the game is a, a is a Greenpeace dream. Like uh, yeah. you are, you play an animal rising up against the fascist techno fascist Dr. Robotnik to and destroying robots. Um, and this is all in the game. They actually have long text explaining all of this. Uh, yeah. Long pixelated I'm, text. I'm being very, very <laughs> facetious. Well, I mean, the game is about running really fucking fast. But everyone and, like, you said... get to the end and then it's done. There's no story. There's like yeah, a cartoon There's no story, guy. but it was brought up, though, that Sonic was kind of like he's, I mean, this may get deep for you guys, but he was on a mission of like to fight deforestation. Mm, save sure. the animals and yeah. stop I mean, yes. like mechanics stop machinery from destroying these lands in all seriousness these <laughs> stop rapid, yeah yeah stop rapid urban development that's right that's right it's anti-gentrification <laughs> movie really we're all, all anyway no the <clears throat> the game itself like if you're just playing like i was six when i first started playing this game and the game was like oh get this guy from one side of the screen to the other side of the screen in as fast as you can but they did they threw all that stuff in there just to like build a world and that's see that's my sonic my sonic is you gotta go fast you're going from left to right easy peasy and there's a bunch of robots and sure the bouncy little animals come out of there but like ultimately i'm just trying to get uh to the end of the screen and fight maybe fight a boss occasionally so collect those gold coins it rings Rings. rings all right they're rings rings, rings. that's mario and he doesn't go fast <laughs> it's interesting Unless, well, never mind, never mind. <laughs> it's interesting you brought up mario though because sonic was a game that was kind of uh the counter like sega's response to mario yeah, yeah designed the same thing like instead of collecting mushrooms you're collecting rings yeah. my mom wouldn't get me a nintendo she got me a sega same was that like I mean, Same. I got a Sega too, but it was know. a punishment. It, it was, was like you're not cool enough for Nintendo. <laughs> it was a punishment. I wanted that Nintendo. Here's, here's a Sega. I bought myself a Nintendo when I was 16. <laughs> I think the real punishment would be in in this uh, this decade to get a kid a Sega. Like you're not getting an Xbox, you're getting a Sega. Yeah. Yeah. You're gonna start from the grassroots. Yeah, this is this. In my day, I had to go <laughs> from one side of the screen to another side of the screen. <laughs> in my day, my parents punished me with a Sega. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Hashtag 2020. <laughs> uh, no, but those games are like they're fun. They're they were they were just like uh, I remember my, that Sega was kind of cool like they'd always it always marketed itself as kind of the cool slick version it's like uh sega does that nintendo don't kind of stuff like they had this whole thing where because it was the 90s like sonic came out in the 90s he was designed to be very radical and then and very like he goes fast and he's so cool and you know like and you that that guy's a plumber (laughs) plumber (laughs) you know like he goes down shit pipes but we're sonic you know like that was the that was like the whole thing and it and I, when i was six i was like yeah it's so much better but we knew we knew deep down inside <laughs> that nintendo had a vastly superior and library game sega was the first one to come up with like laser discs too right was that sega i mean i don't know i about think this. so i think they did the they did that sega cd thing for a minute oh. yeah yeah and yeah, they I, tried the dreamcast for a little bit the dreamcast the man r.i.p great system guys i'm bringing that i'm bringing that video game cred here that great system dude crazy taxi another game where you have to go fast uh shenmue a game that's painfully slow 
you know, uh, Wait, Shamu. Sh- <laughs> no, Sh- Shenmu. Oh, but Shenmu. you do you do play an orca who learns how to do karate and tries to avenge his father's death. Oh, that's yeah. cool. Yeah. 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 All right, yeah, cool. Yeah. So. I saw that. It was called Blackfish. <laughs> yeah, that's right. They they adapted. This is a, a rare instance where they adapted <laughs> a, a video game into a documentary. It's like oh, King of Kong. It's interesting that this movie exists, though, because um, what we're going to get into later, because we will dive later into video game adapted movies, was the world screaming for a Sonic movie? Is <laughs> the mean, world ever screaming for video games to be adapted I, into feature films? I was. I was back at my house being like, Sonic! Please! One day! Yeah, I mean, that's kind of the point, because the, the issue is these video games don't really have plot. I mean, no. I, I dug deep into the deforestation bit, <laughs> yeah. which I still argue, like, I think, you know, you can find I that online. it's legit. You know? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's legit. legit. It's legit. But, like, Super Mario Brothers, you really just, you know, you have a boss level, you're running around. Well, Super Mario was, was about around. the princess. It was about saving the princess yeah. in the end. But that's about it, though. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. it's not that and expensive. It, and you saw how that movie did, you know, amazing. Years, years ago. John Leguizamo was a treasure. Yeah, John um, Leguizamo repping Puerto Rican so hard. <laughs> Puerto Rican Italian. Yeah, that's right. Oh, right. He plays an Italian in that yeah. movie. They're the same, right? Right. The uh, quick same fun face. fact about the Super Mario Brothers, though, is that their last name is Mario. So that means, like, Bob Hoskins' character was Mario Mario. Uh-huh. Mario Mario. And, and Luigi, Luigi Mario. Mario. It's kind of like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. But rest in peace, Dennis Hopper. So um, <laughs> Yeah, that's true. It is his most famous role, right, Dennis Hopper? Yeah, I can't think of anything it, else off the top of my head. He didn't do anything else, especially not anything that was featured in Sonic. Yeah. What? Oh. Speed. Oh, oh speed. speed. Yeah. Speed. Oh, he that wasn't. Was was he good. wasn't this movie. They, oh, wow. Yeah. Did he get credit for it as seen in Speed? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well. Should we talk about this movie? Let's talk about right, Sonic the movie. Okay. So Dio forced us to watch it. It was very <laughs> Clockwork Orange style, uh, sitting there with my eyes peeled open. But I was doing it with my hands, so I was just behind your seat. <laughs> going your in, I texted you both going into this movie that I almost did what I was most audiences do, and I was convinced myself that maybe this is actually going to be good. It was, maybe, a, it was a phenomenal text from yeah. you being like... I'm afraid that this I will like this. Yeah. And I was. I was actually afraid that I will enjoy this. Um, what was that fear? Like, what was the actual fear? Like, what's the reaper? You were like, you were like, I might like this and I might be a furry or like, what were the consequences of? I think the issue was, is that when you hear there's a Sonic the Hedgehog movie, much like Detective Pikachu, I'm kind of like, okay, I'm, I'm cool with it. But then now that we're going to go see it. Am I going to actually like this? Is this going to open up a door of I'm actually advocating that? Oh, that was actually a pretty decent film. It was pretty good. So it was you, actually a really good story for a kid's movie. You were worried you had to defend it. You were worried that somebody was going to be like, you saw fucking Sonic. Yeah. <laughs> and you were going to be, be like, like it's hold really up, good. guys. Actually, it's not that bad, actually. They Just had pushing a really, your glasses really good into themes. your forehead. Uh, James Marsden was awesome. <laughs> uh, I was uh, afraid of that happening because the reviews that were coming in it just uh 
I don't know. Uh, it seems like most people liked it because their kids liked it and they had fun watching it too, which brings a question. Are like all children's movies like so awful that the parents like going through hell? Well, we saw to go see a movie. We saw a lot of previews for children's movie, which is yeah. movies, and I, I haven't seen those in a while. But it does look like all children's movies are terrible. And it well, looks he, like all of them are remakes of like ma'am. stories or or origin stories. stories. Yes, we saw origin stories for literally every for single. Like IP, SpongeBob origin story, <laughs> Scooby Doo origin story. What's IP? I intellectual property. Oh, every IP. <laughs> guys, get with it. All right, you guys. I thought, it was a movie. I thought you were industry God. people. <laughs> so as I stated before, I was afraid to see this movie because I thought I might like it, um, and I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? Wait, yeah, what? Just, you guys didn't love it? Uh, what? I am frankly shocked. <laughs> Here, here's what I will say. For a children's movie, great. But I thought we were going to get like a children's movie that's enjoyable for adults as well. And I think I was kind of... I think some people are overcompensating for that. My kid had a lot of fun and I had fun. And I just think overall, like this is kind of a mess. Like, I mean, they maybe went back and fixed Sonic, but they did not fix what this story was. And this story was... Very confusing, right. to say the least. Wait, um, I, I want to argue with your premise a little bit. My premise? You, your, your premise being, for a kid's movie, okay. No, 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 no. I don't, <laughs> I don't a, even think that's yeah, true. Yeah, I don't think that's true at all. <laughs> for a kid's movie, it maybe was a movie. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, it did succeed on being a it movie. It was a movie. Yeah, there, it did waste an hour and a half of my time. But <laughs> I mean, uh, Juliet, did you enjoy it? Not really. <laughs> not really i'm and i am a i'm a jim carrey fan have loved him for for decades um i am a james marston cheekbone fan not really an acting fan <laughs> but fair. fun they, to watch they, the cheekbones really do a great hamlet <laughs> <They> just yeah <laughs> but uh, no <laughs> all right so sonic the hedgehog basically it's a movie about a lonely hedgehog hiding on earth that just really wants a best friend. Yeah. Yeah. That's it, kind of the moral of the story. Uh, every, the the plot of the movie, it starts with him being like, I was on my planet. And I will say, see, that the planet looked right. The I planet looked like the video game. I was psyched when that happened. It was like a world built for him. Now, nobody's questioning why. <laughs> why, why is this world built for him? And he was like, like I who have... else can use that loop? Yeah, 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 exactly. There's <laughs> no the one else there. only Sonic. There's, yeah, exactly. He's, he's the only one with this power, which presumably is running fast. Right. Or just being well, like ener- electric. But it's energy. It's yeah. like kinetic so energy. It's, it's or electric something. energy yeah, electric. that he has. I'm not advocating that we have to explain that because, frankly, the less explanation is fine. <laughs> but <laughs> less people had to talk in this movie. Oh, the best. Um, <laughs> I liked every cut just to a wide establish of a new location, and that was about it. Um, <laughs> But he's like living in this world, and then, and it looked like, like I said, it looked like the video game. It looked like, uh, uh, because I, I haven't established I'm a dork enough, like it looked like the comic books. The comic books also, like, you know, they were on this planet Mobius yeah. and mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. Um, and, uh, and then he gets, he, he, and they show him like baby Sonic. Like, yes. Uh, Which I was a huge, I love the baby versions of. Baby these Sonic characters. looked great. 
I wanted more baby. I wanted long. I wanted to linger longer with Baby Sonic. Baby Sonic. I want to know what Baby Sonic looked like before they redid everything in the movie. Oh, no. <laughs> it's actually baby just nightmare. a. It's actually a baby. Just, uh, <laughs> just, just a baby, looks like Arrested Development. Like like just like he blew <laughs> himself. Yeah. It's just a blue baby like tumbling down <laughs> these loop de loops. Just. Um, <laughs> and, I, and okay, so. I didn't read the comics on Sonic. Yeah, this um, is I, this is me flexing on you, bro. So was yeah, he I read blood. comic books? Flex played video games, bro. bro. You were what watching sports? Uh, I was cool. I stand by my sports decision. Um, so in this movie, we find out that Sonic is raised by an owl named yep. Longclaw. Where did that come from? Is that a thing? That is not a thing. Zero they, they made that up for the like. I I was for a second expecting them again. Flex uh, the Sonic cartoon show where he's like a freedom fighter fighting against Doctor Robotnik, and uh, I was expecting that, but no, it was just vague. It's a baby Sonic. Wait, you said he's a freedom fighter? Oh, dude. He's fighting deforestation. Exactly. No, you're not wrong. (laughs) And now I also see why you picked this movie, dude. I just... You've read the comics, you watch the cartoons, oh, you're flexing on all yeah, this. Oh, oh, 100%. I picked Sonic, yeah. If I didn't answer that question clearly, when I was a kid, again, I had a Sega. And this was this is when you played games to death, right? Because right. you never, you never, you didn't have like 16 video games. You had right. maybe three. Right. And and uh, you just played them backwards and forwards. And like, I, Juliet, we were talking about this. We played the Sonic game like Oh, Sonic Two at least over yes. and over and over until again. until until it was done. You've solved everything. Yeah, you get like you get all the emeralds and all this. And so I got it way into it as a kid. And they had comic books and they had all this. And so and I would you know draw Sonic. It was like the, I can't draw to save my life. But it's the only character I could draw. Uh, so I have like a career in like you know graffiti Maybe tagging Sonic everywhere, but that's about it. Drawn this character better in the first place. See, for them. It, well, I did submit my design, which I texted you before. What's your rate? Five million. <laughs> yeah, five million dollars just for me. But none of that made it into uh, the movie in, at all. A lot, and I yeah. The, Maybe I the second one. The only the thing one, Sonic yeah. that really made it into the movie was Sonic. It felt like. Uh, and that yeah. world at the beginning. And that world at the beginning. And let me just start off with this. I absolutely hate movies, any kind of movie, that starts with the ending and uh, goes. Oh, that's right. Because uh, we. No, let we, me tell you how we got here. Yeah. <laughs> I, hey, guys. It's me, yeah. Sonic. And I'm. I'm happy because I would have been even more pained if it was going to be this voiceover narration because oh, the, the movie starts off really rough for me to say a lot over this overall rough movie. Yeah. But uh, we start off with his battle with Robotnik, Jim Carrey's character, in San Francisco. But wait, how did I get in this situation? <laughs> I'll have to take you all the way back to the beginning. And I legit. And I thought this was going to be an Origins movie. Yeah. Because we watch all these Origin trailers. I'm like, uh-huh. oh no. I was actually legitimately surprised when we caught back up to the beginning of the movie. Because I thought he was like, this is just my life now. I've been doing this for 20 years. You know, like kind of right. thing. But they went no, full li- Deadpool. Literally the ending yeah. of the movie. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think it's just a cop out. It's kind of like, let me just get to that part. Just it also start ruined with the Jim movie. Carrey reveal of him like walking down the stairs and then seeing him because right. you got to see a little bit of him in his spaceship thingy. Yeah. At the beginning. Yeah, yeah. And overall, this movie for me could have simply just started with Sonic on Earth, and then you can explain it 
through James Marsden of how you got here. Right. Right. Yeah, um, yeah. And that felt like... It's I, weird. It, well, the movie feels like, in a lot of places, it has, like, those screenwritery like like easy tricks to just like oh i gotta write a beginning so like i'll like write the ending first you know like and then start bring us back it's like a you know you see it a lot and it like doubles as good writing when when somebody doesn't actually have good writing to back it up you know what i mean it's like oh this is an interesting device but it's not used in any kind of interesting way and it's just like it's just a you know, they just threw it on the screen to be like, well, I got to get through a beginning. Like, uh, at different stages of the movie, it was like, oh, here's the emotional beat. And we were ham-fisted into this this scene of them having emotions. But, and then it goes, it, it's just, it, it has nothing to do with the plot. It doesn't come out from anywhere. Yeah, I think the, the whole reasoning for going back into when he was a baby and everything was to, A, get a baby Sonic that if people liked it, they could sell it and <laughs> yes. and be show the world for the parents that are taking their kids to watch it or the 30-somethings that are going to watch this on a, in an afternoon together before doing a podcast <laughs> and and getting the opportunity to see like, oh, yeah, Sonic World. I remember this. Oh, no. And we're in Michigan. Yeah. And yeah. That, that's essentially is the issue is they give you just 30 seconds of that. Yeah. And mm-hmm. really crammed in exposition of Longclaw, this owl. <laughs> Uh, going. She's did wise. Did you matter. get that? Did you get that? She's wise. Yeah. Did you pick up why? She oh, she's an owl. Because <laughs> I, I can break understand. it down in five seconds. Hey guys, here's my planet. I did this a lot. I was raised by an owl. These people want my power. She told me you gotta go. It's not safe here. Here's a ring. I go into a portal. And now here's the movie. And now I'm on Earth. Um. What? Well, and and it's. Yeah. A, it, I realized right there. It's a. Uh, it's Superman. They made him Superman. Yeah. They sent, you know, he's he's fly, he's sent off from his planet yeah. to Earth and to hang out. It's all, it, you know, it's all without all the. But cool we don't things know, like Superman. Are, the, are there any <laughs> just running? Like, did yeah. he live in a Sonic world like all other hedgehogs? It's like it seems like he was just born from like who gave birth to this hedgehog. You That's know? what we really need to delve into in think, Sonic Two. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, I want to see Sonic's parents fuck yeah. and, <laughs> and conceive of. It's funny Sonic. because. You know, there's a bunch of parents that are listening to this podcast right now. Of course, mostly ours. Um, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not sharing this with my parents. Welcome, parents, to the <laughs> listeners. Like and subscribe. I um, really don't want them to know I saw Sonic. One would argue and say like this is a kids movie, and I'm like, that's fine. But your kids, like, it doesn't need to. You don't need to do all these like cheap thrills because yeah. you're already putting some other adult themes that we'll get into later in this movie. It jogs fucking. <laughs> or about to. Um, <laughs> if the movie just simply starts with James Marsden, aka the Donut Lord, uh, just living, living out his boring life, and we'll talk about that in a second, and then he just discovers a hedgehog in his basement, I think the movie just works a lot better because he's like, "Whoa, what is going on?" And then, this? and then you reveal all the backstory. I have these James rings, Marsden. you know, right. blah blah blah. See, that's good writing, Max. Yeah. They weren't. They weren't doing that. Again, <laughs> we cost $5 million. <laughs> so let's talk about the movie that actually happened. So that we know that Longclaw, in order to protect him, because I guess these uh, these native other creatures want, uh, want his power. Fun fact, those Uh-oh. creatures He's gonna are... He's going to flex again. Yeah, that's right. Flex. Uh, Sonic flex. Hashtag Sonic flex for all of our listeners. Uh, um, those creatures, the, those red creatures are echidnas like Knuckles, Knuckles. the echidna. 
Uh, again, Sonic 2, guys. <laughs> Sonic 2 is going to be off the chain! <laughs> okay, it should be <laughs> hashtag Sonic the Flex Hog. Flex Hog. <laughs> You're just giving DeviantArt so much material. Sonic the Flex Hog uh, is going to be like everyone's sugar daddy. Oh, yeah. So we, we know that Longclaw is going to protect his power, though. And in order, but why? In, in, because no one else can get it. Duh. But why? <laughs> That's Do they it. want it? We all, never we, all we need to know is that Same people can't have his power. It's power. It's just yeah. It's it's Fair. power. Unlike uh, I can black out an entire western side of the United States. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, but she gives him these rings that uh, you can flex on this too. Were the rings always a portal? No. Well, what, what's going on with that? Uh, so. That uh, was it just an excuse to have the rings in this movie. I hate that I know this. I hate that I know this. I'm gonna give like I so love in, that you know this. In, in the game, you collect rings and those are your life. That's your life. Uh, but it's a, it's weird. It's 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 actually an interesting mechanic. Is like no matter how many rings you have, you have one hit, and then if you get hit again when you have no rings, you die. Right. So but if you get hit, you just lose them all. You lose them all. And you yeah, can catch and, them again. And, and then you pick them up again. Yeah. Well, that's accurate because he loses his ring. Yeah, and that's so the that's a central basis of the movie. Yeah. Okay. But then right. at, in the first Sonic game, again, hashtag Sonic Flex. Sonic um, Flex. You would, if you wanted to go to the special stage to get all the Chaos Emeralds, there you would have to collect fifty of the small rings, and then there would be a giant ring. Yeah. In uh, at the end, and you would jump into it, and it would take you to this like mini game. And they brought that That's back. Funny. That wasn't in Sonic okay. Two, but they brought that back in Sonic Three and Sonic and Knuckles, and probably some of the other games that I did not play. I only played the OG trilogy, turned to quadrilogy, <laughs> of Sonic One, Two, Three, and, and oh. Knuckles. Yep. Flex. Once uh, again, I know why now I'm on a Sunday afternoon talking about something. <laughs> You're so fucking welcome. You made, You're me, so you made welcome. me for an hour and a half. You made us for an hour and a half watch it. Now we're making us for an hour hashtag, and a half talk about it. Hashtag no Sonic shamed. No Sonic shamed. Uh, so, so Sonic has escaped his world. Goodbye to the video game nostalgia. Nostalgia. Yeah. Nostalgia. Nostalgia. Um, Nostalgia. And now, now he's just stuck on Earth in a small town of Green Hills, Montana. Right. Where Which he, has zero hills. Where? <laughs> yeah, wait a minute. Yeah, no. <laughs> Great point. Well, they Not a lot of hills in that town. Yeah. Very flat. It was very flat land, actually. Montana is a very flat state, though. Let's be honest. What is Green then Hills? Why is it called well, Green the Hills? the trees are green. <laughs> so. Green trees. Duh. Um, what? Sonic spends most of his days though stalking people, um, yeah. and and kind of messing with people. He messes with an old guy for a while. Yeah, uh, he's he's functionally a thief, stalker, like recluse, crazy person. Because he's definitely yeah. crazy during the entire movie. Yeah, and there's also parts where he's playing therapist on himself. <laughs> yeah, um, exactly. He has literally has multiple personalities in the movie. Which I would actually like to talk about that a little bit. I was going to save that for more plot holes, but um, we established like Sonic is so fast and lonely that he is fast enough to play ping pong against himself. He can flip through comic books called The Flash. Um, you called know. The Flash about the popular character Green Lantern. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> and uh, anyway. And he can play baseball by himself yeah, uh, right. because he's so fast. But then it gets kind of strange after a while. Like, he's so fast, he can 
uh, switch into a therapist outfit. Yeah. Give himself psychotherapy about his loneliness. And also, like, he's so fast he can change into, like, the umpire while he's sliding into base. And it gets kind of confusing of, like, are these, like, is this a split personality hedgehog uh-huh. at times? Like, where he's this a, is which, actually another sequel to Split. Or were they arguing that he was so fast that he can switch into a therapist outfit and then switch back into a therapist chair? Wherever he was also having that therapy. Um yeah, did he, he broke in. Did yeah, he yeah. break in because he's so fast? Oh. It, see, Sonny just hangs out in his cave and like on the outskirts of town. But then he like it looked like he was yeah. in a big city therapy he, office. Yeah. He's literally a crazy person, and then doing self diagnosis. <laughs> like he's he's got mental issues. Which like in fairness, like kudos to the writers for being like, let's add a degree of realism that children should know about. <laughs> The children should really know the horrors of. Because <laughs> at the end of this, I want our kids to cosplay the therapist. That's of, right. uh, Version of Sonic. Well, some people are definitely into a version of Sonic with glasses. See. You know, uh, <laughs> on their DeviantArt pages. <laughs> but so, but yeah, he's he's completely insane in the movie. So, my, but my question being answered: are, Was the film arguing that he's so fast that he can switch over to be a therapist, or is he actually just imagining people? <laughs> These are the answers we want. <laughs> well, I'm asking. YouTube for this. I think. I, I think what they're saying is he's so he's lonely. Crazy. He's so lonely and he's so fast that he's creating this like he's he's basically doing plays for himself. Like when you're a kid before having all the Segas and all uh-huh. of the iPhones and things, you put on little plays with your friends for your family. And but he has none of those things, that, so he does it himself. It's playtime. See, for him. that was my question too. Like, how old is he supposed to be? I literally wrote he's that 10, down. Because he said, uh, and ten years later, here I am. But he was talking when he was a child then. So how Hedgehogs old was can he? Talk when they're babies. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I should have <laughs> so known that say, from the let's video say games. He was probably four or five years old when he was baby okay. Sonic. So let's say. So ten years later is fourteen. He's like fourteen. So he's. Yeah, he's. Well, Julia, what is it? Is it ten or is it fourteen? <laughs> <laughs> we want answers. I don't know when babies learn to talk, okay? <laughs> I don't know when baby hitchhogs When do babies grow up? learn to run? Well, maybe maybe called Mobius. Maybe when you're raised by an owl called Longclaw. She let's is very wise. Let's say he was 12, because let's say baby hedgehogs talk at two. Somewhere between 12 and 16. Yeah. Yeah. Which is a wide gap. Which is why was he allowed in a bar? No, he we can had get to, to been, that later. He, he had to. That's true. He, and he had to have been at least sixteen because that hedgehog spoiler wants to fuck. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> that's not up for debate. But yeah, there is. There. Is it up for debate, Max? <laughs> <laughs> I think. Uh, yeah, I was getting those vibes. No, no I uh. think he. Uh, he's. <laughs> he's 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 just legitimately crazy. And then he, that was the one part about the movie that I actually thought was kind of interesting, was that him being like having these conversations with himself and him being like a little crazy, like felt like, okay, that there's an interesting way to take this, but why is this in a kid's movie? You know, like why, (laughs) like that's the whole time I was like, why, what are we doing I think it's so we could see how fast he is. That's true. That's true. Yeah, but I, I, I want to move past this, but the therapist thing, like, I don't think that was a speed thing. I think he's imagining. But then later, it's a speed thing. Right. Where he's, like, playing all the positions on a baseball field. Right, which is, like, the the major moment of the movie that sets everything off is <laughs> him, like, having an emotional breakdown in a baseball field. That's, uh, that's also just, you know, address the elephant in the room here. Like, they copied most of X-Men's Quicksilver, like, you oh. know. Oh, like, yeah. 
like verbatim because i think quicksilver <laughs> does play ping pong by himself mm-hmm. and they also do the time in the bottle scene from uh, days of futures past yeah they reenact that exact scene in the bar were they thinking we didn't notice or was that just lazy no i think it was lazy and it's yeah. even lazier than the quicksilver scene because like if you look at how they did that quicksilver scene they like literally put a guy up on the ceiling and had him like jogger. You know what I mean? Like they sure. did a whole bunch. There were real people and things. In this movie, everything's CGI. So you're like, okay, I'm just. Well, the people were real. Though. Yeah, but like... nobody's yeah, but the interacting. Action, it's an oh, after action, effects. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. After Effects pictures of people that were moving in and out yeah. with a CGI yeah, character. You're, okay, you're right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so like they they like did a lot of like. There, there was way more previs they had to do for that uh, Quicksilver scene versus previsualization. Sure, uh, sure. Flex. Hashtag film flex. Um, but <laughs> they were like... So for this, it was just like... It, it not only was... Had we seen it before, it was the laziest fucking version yeah. of what we've seen before. But as was the um, costume design in this movie, because I don't know what year they were expecting it to be, but there were some like trashy early 2000s women in like trucker hats and vests and booty shorts and cowboy boots and it made no sense whatsoever we're talking about the soon they be historic barroom brawl yeah, the, salon, the, 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 the magic saloon that pops up out of nowhere and has fire <laughs> in front of it when it's right next to a gas station mm-hmm. <laughs> well also a gas station where it's it's like uh, totally it's, quiet. It's a bar that's conveniently uh, quiet when it needs to be for story. <laughs> yeah, that's right. The, bar, then, the then, bar snuck up on the movie. Uh, and it just has motorcycles doing tricks. Monster oh, trucks. Right. Monster There's a monster truck, truck yeah, there. Presumably, James Marsden pulled into the parking lot. Was like. That no, there's monsters. He like completely did not clock well, the no, monster just... trucks, the flamethrowers, <laughs> the like big in. guys. It's like yeah, this will this is a good. He pulls place. in like okay. hey, you want anything to eat? You can hear crickets. It's like a quiet night. Then Sonic looks to his left. It's like I'm like oh whoa. That might have been my favorite part of the entire movie. But the thing is, that's funny to us. But I don't even think the movie the movie wants us to laugh at Sonic being like oh don't do it Sonic don't go into that. That yeah, wasn't the funny part. That, the funny part is this magic appearance of a biker bar slash hipster bar uh, <laughs> slash Hooters, sort of. I don't know. It kind of felt like a place to get wings, apparently. It, yeah, it's like yeah. the chili they, dogs. Chili dogs. The stuff. movie wanted to have an old timey Western brawl and a Quicksilver scene. Yeah. And they just, and again, they just were like, so I'm just going to write a bar here and who gives a shit? <laughs> like, like, again. Like, well, and the, they, it in. the overall issues with this movie. Among please, many, please, um, please, is that they never really define what Sonic speed is. Some are like, oh, he can go straight like the hedgehog as a ball, like a fast ball. But then, mm-hmm. like, we're watching this bar scene and he's just kind of walking around normal. And it's like, oh, is he like kind of traveling like so fast through time? Yeah. Um, you know, one could say, like, well, he is like the ball, but he's clearly not. Like, I always thought he had to be like in a little oh spinny hedgehog well, he ball got, to like shoot well, like so a, fast like a, that then he turned into the ball right yeah well yeah so there was like yeah that was confusing but one would argue that was really fast in the bar to do everything that he did well yeah so <laughs> one might argue yes he didn't like one might argue stop time but but that is functionally what he's doing right he's like stopping time around him running as fast but i didn't understand if that was his power or if when he did turn into the ball and was able to like smash things up if right. that was his power like because 
I mean, but he's because really it's fast. Seems, is that just it? That's all they want? I think is he like, got so fast that he can go like that fast to like blow up things or something. Right. Well, I mean, we were we were in Sonic's perspective when he was in the Quicksilver moments. Sure. Because yeah. this is what he's seen. I do every love that we're time. calling this Quicksilver. It is the Quicksilver. <laughs> I mean, that's basically. But what it, it is. is. But this is. Every time we're in those moments, we're with Sonic and the things that he's doing. So we're led to believe that that's how it is for him all the time when he's that fast. When he right. decided to run to the Pacific Ocean, that's what was going on in his head. Yeah, yeah. That was- moment, I just want to unpack <laughs> that moment just for a second. So he's like, so before even before the ballroom blitz, they had a moment where they're 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 deciding this is this, the movie decides it's going to be a road trip movie yes. and, and oh, james yeah. marsden and sonic james marsden's like no i can't you like you just go west i don't want to be in this road trip movie which like fair neither yeah. did i but um, that was him talking to the director yeah that's again snuck it in. At key moments of this movie <laughs> The James Marsden is talking to us. There was that moment where he's like, huh, "I thought that was a funny joke," and I'm like, "He's talking to <laughs> us." Because <laughs> he knows the audience isn't laughing. Yeah, the movie is apologizing to us from the start. He's just like, "I'm so sorry. <laughs> I know why you're here. You don't know why I'm here, and I'm. It's a paycheck. I'm but, just here for a check but also- and to visit his scenic Green Hills, Montana." <laughs> Oh, right. what were we talking wait, wait, about? No. Sorry, sorry. I was talking about this moment. I'm sorry. I get sidetracked easily. It's yeah. very good for a podcast. Um, so he he runs there. We saw him earlier reading a bunch of Flash comics, right? Presumably right. he was reading them. Presumably. Yeah, yeah. He, like, he was so absorbing. But in Sonic speed. Right, right. So he can read. Yeah. So he could run down a roadway and presumably read the signs. But that didn't would James Marsden to... tell him that? No, he said just no, go west. He said oh. go west, um, which is uh, you know a little false. If you're in Montana, you should go a little southwest. Right. Uh, there's a few highways and stuff, but the point is that Sonic could go back and forth to the Pacific Ocean in a matter of seconds. That he could have like attempted that like 20 more times in that 30 second time <laughs> to just get it right. Maybe um, not taking a truck. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And that that is probably like the biggest flaw of this whole movie that it, it's really like about a fast, super fast hedgehog uh, that decides to decides to <laughs> yeah. go on a road trip in a truck. Well, actually, <laughs> there's this game called Sonic Racers, oh. where or in Sonic Car is is a thing uh, in the video games. This is again <laughs> in the video games. Sonic jumps into a car. <laughs> For an inexplicable reason, so and, I and see goes, the goes, adaptation goes, they were making. Can I argue and it goes the that speed was limit. pointless as well? Oh yes, <laughs> because yes. the it, whole point of Sonic is he's super fast, it's equally as stupid, it's so stupid. And we've we've acknowledged that he can pick things up and take them with him and make him so right. fast. Because if he needed James Marston, just like hop on my back, buddy. Let's get going. Right. Like, why? I was surprised they didn't the do that. Because, like, you you do that, like... Well, he picked up the turtle. That's yeah. what you're saying. He, he picked was, up the yeah. turtle in the beginning. So, right. yeah. So, he's... Clearly, he could have just picked up the car. Right. Or James Marsden. <laughs> or just James Or James Marsden. Marsden himself. Yeah. Or just, like, get put him on, like, a bicycle and run really fast. Yeah. You know just drag I mean? it behind him. He's I, I was surprised that they didn't do that joke, though, where it's, like, James Marsden jumps on his back and he's like, oh, your quills, you're a hedgehog, you know, like, something. <laughs> oh, God, this sucks. And then, you guys ah! get it? You know, like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but just put him on a skateboard and drag him behind him. Totally. Totally. 
Yeah, I mean, but then brings the question of like bugs and stuff hitting your face, and if like <laughs> actually a human would die doing. But that, then that but... would be the that's the joke. Then they yeah. they'd show why they can't do that. Yeah, is because James Marsden he died. Yeah, he <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just holding like James Marsden's oh, head no. riddled with holes from <laughs> those stray rocks. Oh and no! Bugs. I killed my only friend. <laughs> I need to go play therapy. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> no, that's exactly what that would have been. And then the whole movie's him in therapy, and we're just like, oh, I love it. I love that they redesigned it. Okay, he's on therapy. Uh, okay, so you know, this movie's got some. Okay, wait, where are we in this movie? We're still in the of, beginning. <laughs> well, we we were at the beginning, but I mean, we brought up the best points about this is that a movie about a super fast uh, Sonic the Hedgehog, it turns into a road trip movie where they go the speed limit and cross off <laughs> things off a bucket list. That's so, right. It was like that movie, The Bucket List. <laughs> yeah, it literally was. And they called it their bucket list. Uh, I want to, like, before we make fun of this road trip with these two guys, let's talk about James Before Mar- we make fun let's, of this. Let's talk about James Marsden. Where in this movie, is gone. Uh, so James Marsden, what happened? Uh, <laughs> You're in the James notebook. Marsden, before, what happened? Answer in the comments. So before we saw this movie, Juliet was arguing to me that James Marsden is in more things than you think. Yeah, and we kind of struggled to get to ten, though. Would you say? We, I struggled at like eight and nine. Okay. You know? All right, yeah. list them. Let's go. <laughs> Can you we list have, them again? We have the notebook. Notebook. We have sugar and spice. Sugar and, no, okay. I'm going to take your word for that movie. <laughs> we actually did an episode of that. We did. Coming <laughs> you in. I, I'll vouch. I'll have to listen. I'm sorry. I've never that. heard of this podcast before. Whoa. <laughs> the point is we can name like 20 Jim Carrey movies. So that, yeah. that that's kind of what's happening with James Marsden that like, you know, He's at this point where it's like this movie's kind of like a Blues Clues like guy that you need to have yeah. where you're interacting mm-hmm. with an imaginary character. Oh, there were, and it's not working. No, there were some truly painful moments where yeah. you could just see his face struggle to emote to an empty place on screen <laughs> or to a tennis ball on a stick and you're like yeah same james marston yeah. and that's how i Not feel yet. and i think it's, it's it's worthy to note that this is also a writing issue this is also a directing issue this is also just james marston is kind of just doing a kid's movie for that paycheck sure which mm-hmm. this happens but it's funny because james marston it's curious why he was picked to be in this movie i mean i think it kind of works but i could think of bunch of other actors that like this maybe or, would have helped it better to like compliment the jim carrey role or, yeah or you know just not have his role <laughs> like just cut that character out yeah, yeah I, right. I feel like what did he bring to the table other than an transportation assist, yeah other than a transportation there. and Got a sister-in-law there. who hates him <laughs> like oh. and i plan to Talk for a full hour about the fucking sister-in-law in in this movie. It's also, I wanted to note this too, the director of of this film is Jeff Fowler, who is really just new to directing. He just has a background in animation. So I think that's also something that we have to give a little break to James Mars in a little bit, that he's not really... Yeah, he's not being directed. He's not really being directed that much. Um, (laughs) But let's talk, okay, so Sonic's nickname for him is Donut Lord. He's a, a cop. He's a deputy in this small town of Green Hills, yeah. Montana, that apparently has more issues with animals than people. Right. Um, <laughs> the turtle scene, of course, at the beginning where he's just... I mean, think about if the movie started this way, though. Just cop recording, like, so bored. Because no one's speeding mm-hmm. and is recording the speed of a turtle. 
Yeah. Which that went on for way too long. So long. This um, is where he apologizes to us and then, about the movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then Sonic zips past him. And then what is going on there? And he investigates like this fast thing. But he doesn't even investigate it. Because Sonic keeps Sonic going back and forth. fast at like 300 miles an hour, which we can agree is fast. But there's things that are faster than sure. 300 miles an hour. Sure. Yeah, Sonic because Sonic's be supposed faster. to be Sonic is supposed to be going at the speed of sound, like breaking the sound yeah. barrier. That's yeah. how fast it's he is. So technically, you couldn't get a recording for it though. In other moments, he is approaching the speed of light. <laughs> like yeah. in other moments, he is going truly as fast as you could possibly so, go. But yeah, but, he wouldn't have a speed that showed up. So maybe sure. Sonic is just going just 300 miles an hour yeah. just to mess it with should have said a little bit. Error. Well, but my, my, my argument is maybe Sonic purposely was going just 200. That was just, miles he was just jogging. Just, time. just, oh. just to mess with him a little oh, bit. See, with the donut Lord. You know, I think that's was, cause then you see him creep up behind him. I don't want to talk well, too much into this scene. Uh, but, but a good but, version um, of the movie, like you said, would start there. And yes. then, and then because, you yeah. know, part of James Marsden's character is he wants to be a detective in San Francisco. If, he was like oh there's this thing if he was the crazy guy who thought oh there's there, there's this monster around and he like investigates it and discovers sonic then we're like ooh, like he's a good cop and also yeah you know what i mean like that could have been i i don't know why but i'm wasting my time rewriting this but, movie but right but now he spends most of his time mocking about how boring this place is and clearly like if anything actually bad happened in this town like they're the most incompetent deputies ever because the mm-hmm. other one is like afraid to answer the phone. Yeah. yeah. You mean so, the guy who talks like this the whole movie? Um, who's just like, uh, hashtag go, yeah. talking like me whenever I yeah. flex. So, you know, James Marsden wants a better life with right. him and his wife. And they, you know, even though his family has been protecting this town for 50 plus years, like generations have been the deputy in charge. Um, he's just sick of like the main thing I deal with is raccoons and turtles <laughs> and now hedgehogs so mm-hmm. he gets his acceptance letter into uh the the cops cop place in san francisco i guess it's police just, department yeah yeah the cop the cop place well it just felt the like donut like, shop like he gets this letter like we we, we, we we're gonna accept you into the academy Right or wait? You're accepted you into the academy. He's was already academy? a sheriff. But also, I don't can know. you transfer maybe, maybe from Montana to San Francisco? Like, like, can you do that? Can you the, go from the sheriff of a town to a deputy cop? in training? I, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, you could, but I why? Guess, the, but, yeah, I mean, exactly. The, right? It, but he wants to go there. He, he says he wants to go there because he wants to like help save, save lives. Be a doctor. He's not. Just change it up, dude. Or just move uh, to somewhere in Montana. Right? Well, that, and that's the other issue is that <laughs> up, up to this point, they it seems like, well, San Francisco, like, you know, we can move to a city where it can actually make a difference. Up to this point, we do not know where they live. Right. Uh, like, what state. I thought it was, like, they mentioned Pacific Northwest at one point in this movie. Right. It's a little confusing yeah. because you think, like, they live in, like, a, a small town in Northern California. Right. And San Fran's, like, the big city that we could transfer to, but no, like Montana to San Fran, like that's a big jump. Yeah. Uh, but whatever. And I think it's just basically because the movie's got to take place in San Francisco. It's I cheaper to so. film there. That's what, <laughs> that's why. Um, but so, they didn't even use yeah. San Francisco at all. Like San Francisco, they're on like a building in yeah. San Francisco. Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't understand really what's going on here. 
wide San Francisco. It just it just kind of felt weird because then we find out later that his wife is like I mean his wife moves fast by the way like right? she's faster than Sonic on, on decision <laughs> life planning because he gets a letter that he got accepted but he even points out that we need a background check she goes well I can leave this weekend to go uh, I'll, she also bought on. two cakes like the day the letter <laughs> yeah came that's in? right that's right. I actually Crazy. thought that. I thought that was funny. That was kind of that was kind of <laughs> nice. That was that was like the one moment of humanity where I was like, "All right, movie. yeah, yeah, yeah." You're, that, was... that was from an earlier draft of <laughs> that they didn't cut it's out. One of the writers they fired. Yeah, like, exactly. Well, he actually wrote a good joke here. Um, but no, just think about this though. She is. And I'm really asking you guys to think about this. So she. I will. Thinking cap on. He gets the letter that he's been accepted pending a background check, and she goes, "I can leave this weekend." To go look at places. And now we find out they're in Montana. Like, this is like, you're booking a flight now? Booked a flight where she also took dog. her golden retriever. That's right. That's right. She and, took the dog. And also, it's like pending a I background an check. And then, support they, dog. and then they just jump. But before he can respond to that, he's like, well, I think he's moving kind of fast, you know. She's like, hey, when I was in veterinarian school, <laughs> who was the one that took out two jobs? Three jobs, actually. You know, it's my turn to support to you, babe. support babe. you I, that, by that, spending like, $2,000 well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um Yeah, and it moves fast. Just like that, she's gone. Like the cake, because we know time did not elapse, but he's already starting to pack boxes. Right. And the cake that she got him is like there's only like uh, like a few slices taken away. So she left like the next day, well, and he already started <laughs> packing boxes the next day. This movie was just like, why don't we just start with he's already moving to San Francisco? Right, and he's just living out his last few days like they already exactly. have a place. Exactly, we don't need just a exactly. thought. We need just any a thought. Of that. Exactly, and and we don't need that. Oh God, that was the most painful moment with the two of them just trying so hard to just get through all of the exposition. It's like you know, you're a good cop. You're such a good cop and supportive and a good <laughs> husband. And there's no problems in our relationship at all. I'm gonna go to my sister-in-law's house. <laughs> Who we can talk about it now? Yes. Hates him. Hates him. Hates hates <laughs> Mister no Perfect, who who is, is got a good job, took care of her while she was trying to become a veterinarian. Has a house, built a life for her. A child, presumably her own man, who never shows up in the movie. Certainly doesn't rescue but her I'm later. Saying, like that. Yeah, no, but I'm saying the like sister. A mother, the sister's yeah. watching her sister get treated perfectly by this lovely man, and instead of being supportive. She hates him for no reason. He's not even a terrorist yet. And she <laughs> He's already not hates even him. a terrorist She yeah. hates him on the That's phone. That's right. He becomes a he terrorist. He becomes a terrorist. Fine. There's a little reason for maybe you <laughs> right. to be shaky about him. And right. you're right, because the very first thing when she's she in San Francisco, phone. and before he discovers Sonic and then Robotnik's, like, you know, attacking him at the house, he calls her, like, how's it going? Well, it was crazy. We had a blackout like, the other divorce. night. And then, yeah, you see her, like, spell out divorce. And I go, wait, has he, like, done something? Because when he's... <laughs> Put on TV as a domestic terrorist. Maybe, yeah. Yeah, sure. Yeah, you yeah, could be yeah. like, I told you you should it's have broke up with It's time to start that. thinking about some things. Yeah. Yeah. Here's another line she could have said. I told you he was too good to be true. Something yeah. Like oh, that. yeah. That would have fixed it. You're but right. instead, she wants him to divorce. And it's like, but wait, also wait, like. Wait, he just got a <laughs> potential promotion. He worked three jobs to put her through school. 
And, and I think she's just, just jealous. She's Maybe. just jealous because clearly her man, she there's no man in that there's house. No man. And so clearly she like probably. I bet you she went out with his brother in one of those weird situations that couples get into, <laughs> and his brother was a dirt bag, and that's why he's a cop. I bet you this is a scene that got cut out where he where where that that scene in the it just went on longer, and it's like, and you supported me, you took out three jobs, and you did that all while you know showing up your brother who's like any bad cop and he's also you know and he's a corrupt law man like it's just i bet you that just got cut out because if she's upset like oh you're making my sister uproot her life as a popular veterinarian in green hills montana Montana. if anything he's bringing you closer to your sister because you apparently live in san francisco exactly also like clearly she's gonna make more money as a veterinarian in san francisco right san francisco is the bougiest place on earth right I don't know. Fuck San to, Francisco. I'm coming at you. Green Hills, Montana. <laughs> There's <laughs> <Sure>. a turtle. <laughs> so, Donut Lord is uh, the nickname that Sonic gives James Marsden because yep. he eats donuts a lot. And but talks yet, to it, them. Yet in really good shape. Um, oh, yeah. He talks to donuts, too. I forgot. I um, mean, uh, he's on that keto diet. Donuts. <laughs> just donuts. Just, just meat donuts. pie donuts. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So Sonic is just very lonely, right? So we discussed that he plays baseball by himself. He gets so angry of how lonely he is. He just spins yeah. in a circle, rounds the bases, and it causes a, a, a massive blackout, blackout and that across the like, western United States. That was weird, too, because he just, like, works himself up into a fit. There was, like, actually no He's just still external... so upset about how lonely he is. Got it. Because uh, I think it's after he, like, crosses home plate, they're, like, safe when his split personality says he's safe. Um, well, he looks up to the stands to, like, no cheer there. for himself. Right. It's like, yeah, no one's been here the whole time, bro. Yeah, why did this happen now? It's like, right? it's, it seems... I mean, I guess it's okay. Again, it's, it's just bad writing uh, where you're just like, oh, yeah, it just happens because it happens. <laughs> like, there's no spark that, you know, sets it off. It's just he's just sad. He yeah. just got really sad that day. So this draws the attention of, I guess, what the United States military, um, the Pentagon or I mean, it gets yeah. the attention of somebody. Yeah. Um, the the comically it. inefficient Pentagon. Yeah. yeah. And then they have to uh, bring on a person whose methods we question to uh i mean it seems like he's done bad stuff before yeah they did that thing in a movie where it's like you're gonna bring in him Uh, oh him well yeah we still pay him (laughs) yeah yeah but he's a loose cannon well he gets results (laughs) but i wonder what those results were because he's very violent yeah um, Uh, yeah yeah Results are uh, and it seems like a lot of money. A lot of money goes into what he does. He's got a tricked out RV. He's got like dozens of drones, unlimited forces. Yeah, drones yeah. that he's designed himself. And also leads me to question: <laughs> jumping ahead, why he even wants Sonic's power? It feels it like seems, he's got it all it seems set like up. He's good. Well, yeah. and actually, in fact, uh, I think you pointed this out when we were done with the movie, Juliet, that he already got his power. Yeah, because right. apparently that just having quill. that one yeah. quill. That's right. Gave him Sonic, made him as fast as Sonic. One quill made him as fast as Sonic. Right. But can you what? imagine how much a Sonic's worth of quills would be? <laughs> but then so why, fast. Then why is it Sonic faster? 
Look, what? questions for Sonic 2, all right? Sonic 2, because he's Because no one said himself. that he's my best friend yet, because uh, apparently that's, that's the right. only supercharged power you need is that's to, right. to find out that you're best power. friends. That's right. His his powers are re- weirdly uh, like emotionally driven <laughs> and are. only about like feelings of longing and, and otherizing. <laughs> all right. Uh, he fucks. Oh, my God. When he fucks... <laughs> It's going to be, it's, well, A, it's going to be really fast. Yes. Uh, he's, 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 yeah. He is a maybe 16-year-old boy. We don't know. This is, yeah. Uh, and then it's going to be super powerful. I think this is time. Let's talk about basically the main reason to watch this movie. Yep. Yeah. It's the return of... The sonic speed. Let's talk about Jim Carrey in this movie. There was, for a lot of people, this was kind of a, a renaissance of the caricature, like, character actor, like... The, the mask, Ace Ventura, like that kind of silly, zany, yeah. Yeah. improv style. Bringing back a fire, fire marshal bill kind of Yeah, that, that improv style of Jim Carrey. Uh, was Jim Carrey, did he have any direction in this movie besides just do your thing no, whenever just, you want? Just be, like, I think it was just, in this scene, this is what you're doing. He's like, got it. There's no way he did this movie without his own writer, his own director, his yeah. own costumer, his own. He made his own little movie inside of yes. this movie for sure. Because I will honestly say the Jim Carrey improv in this movie, basically every single time he's in screen or involved with any kind of dialogue mm-hmm. exchange, this is worth it. Yeah, I'd rather see delightful. the movie of Jim Carrey and his assistant sidekick than this buddy comedy of Tom Wachowski and Sonic the Hedgehog. 100%. Such a better story with the two of them. The, that's where the, the love and the and the arguments between the two of them was the, That's where the money the should love. have gone. Yes. The love. There the was. Love between there, was there was some care between the two those. of them. Yeah, when he, he shouted, can... I love the way you make those lattes yes. at him. That was, yeah, or like well, that... the time he like throat punched him, you know, all the love. All know? the love. It's care. passion. It's passion. It's, it's passion true. that Tom and Sonic did not have. Someone argued that passion yeah, that's right. Relationship with throat punching is not the good passion. Well, well, you guys don't throat punch. You're not. Wa- you're not watching no, not the, right, the right. Things. <laughs> not lately. Not lately. We'll see how the rest of this podcast goes. No, but that was that like was a better lattes? story. That was a better story. Um, he was almost his translator at times because Jim Carrey was his character was so funny uh, and and robotic, and so he would kind of translate it for the other guys. Like he says, you basic. Like it was just a very cute little duo. Overall, though, the character was pretty flat. I mean, it was just he was just evil and just wants Sonic for unknown yeah, reasons, and the, he has this budget of drone army for whatever reason. The rich character that is Doctor Robotnik from the t- yeah. from the video game. I, I didn't know he had so many intricacies. The deep. That we did. Listen, I don't know. We're giving Sonic some depth of loneliness and just wanting a friend and just completing a bucket list and was raised by Longclaw. I don't really know anything about Botnik besides lines like. I was spitting out formula when you were spitting your formula, or I don't know, whatever. <laughs> that's pretty good. I I'm... was creating formula when you were spitting out formula. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, like that, that makes more sense. Yeah, yeah. But, I said uh, something about eggs and like. Well, like spider, he called yeah. spider web. Like here are my spider eggs or something like that. And that prompted or, Sonic spider, to be spider nest hatch or something. I don't and that prompted prompted Sonic to be like later be like, well, f you, Eggman, in the middle of the movie, which. Fun fact, Sonic Flux, uh, Dr. Robotnik in ja- Japan is known as Dr. Eggman. Yeah. Oh. I actually did know that. Oh, right, 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 right. Look at me. You do lift. Look you do me. lift. 
occasionally. More about a cardio. Um, yeah, but Jim Carrey, though, there is a lot of funny moments. Uh, why don't we just kind of go around the room here? What What was your best moment with Jim Carrey in this movie? I'll, I'll start. Mine is simply of when he has acquired the quill. Uh-huh. And he sets it up to analyze, so just to kill time, he just does Jim Carrey things while he's waiting for like the system <laughs> analyze. He, he sets up his like VR game of he's like cross country skiing, and then later it's just like the camera's like spinning around him, and he's just making weird faces and just kind of doing his thing. And that felt like for me, the kid inside me of enjoying all these Jim Carrey performances back I was like, that's just what he would do. That was his yeah. essence. It was definitely just doing he, it. He was definitely like on the script. It said Jim Carrey does Jim Carrey things for totally. half a page. Yeah. Right. And then uh, and he definitely was doing like a greatest hit. Like he yeah. was like definitely doing all of his greatest like I'm going to do some like crazy face work. And then I'm going to be like I'm going to for some reason move like a robot like a lot of real body stuff. Yeah. And then. And and you know and then deliver a line in a completely absurd way. He was like right. doing all of the the Jim Carrey greatest hits moves in that sequence, which it's great. It's great. Well, but I, I think to me it's the 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 Jim the standout Jim Carrey moment uh, is the ending when he's go he's full Robotnik. Spoiler alert! Like. <laughs> shaved oh, we're already in the spoilers yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he's in the mushroom land and he looks you know like again as a, i will say as a as a fan of the the video His games mustache and the media, is a little wild now and he and... looks like the character and i'm like okay because i think like a lot of people when they first like were like jim carrey's gonna be dr robotic and like you know it's very much like a batman situation where it's like oh this guy's gonna be the penguin or this guy's gonna be batman <laughs> blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I'm being 100% facetious, guys. Both of you gave me the most serious look, and I'm like, this is me kidding right now. Uh, like, it's hard this is to be kidding. Kidding, which is a good show with Jim yes. Carrey. Uh, very good show with Jim Carrey. So Robotnik is going to be chasing Sonic down because of reasons, because he's power. now power. power, and they consider both him and now Donut Lord Tom Wachowski, uh, domestic terrorist. Right. Because they blew up that bar, right? Was that um, why? No, 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 because no, of the blackout. Already, oh, because of the blackout. The blackout. And it. then what happened was because it was considered possible domestic terrorism, they show up to Tom's house where Sonic is hiding. Uh, the whole reason they have to go get the rings in San Francisco is Sonic gets hit with a trank dart, mm-hmm. and Tom, I guess, is wearing. A San Francisco, uh, a San Francisco, a very Francisco shirt. San Francisco shirt. So he says, "San Francisco," uh-huh. and his That's the right. rest of his rings fall <laughs> on a top of a building in San Francisco. So basically, they got to get the rings from San Francisco. Doctor Robotnik's chasing them, and that's it. They they road trip that to San Francisco to get the rings. They get the rings, and then there's a battle with Doctor Robotnik. <laughs> That's, <laughs> that's the movie. There it is. That's that's it. It. This actually could have been a much quicker podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, we, we wasted a lot of time getting to what little plot there is in this movie. <laughs> I will, you know, for me, the, the, the best part about a lot of this movie is just how great it was. Uh, <laughs> so, bear with me on this. Oh, no. Tom wants to be a, a more like cop with more to do mm-hmm. and he gets accepted to become a cop in san francisco a blue alien looking hedgehog shows up in your garage 
You shoot it with a trank dart, and then it talks. And then it goes, no, you got to help me. You got to protect me. They're after me. And then, like, the CIA or Pentagon or whatever shows up at your house clearly tracking this thing that you have. Why do you all of a sudden take the side of this creature, this alien-like creature? See, that's... What, what, like, because the movie's just got to be like, no, you're good and they're bad. Duh. Don't you know so, what well, movie you're well, in? wait, because he said, you got to help me. You got to save my life, which has been Tom's only goal forever. Oh, that's right. You oh. have to save, save life. lives. That's right. You have to save my life. Yeah. But I, Point Juliet. Counterpoint. <laughs> No, but what a terrible reason. That's, that's enough. That, that's enough to work for me in this children's movie. I guess. Well, but okay. To be like I'm wrong. So here, here's a crazy idea. Why is this movie? Why is this movie have a James Marsden? <laughs> yeah. Why does it exist? <laughs> because of money reasons. Okay. So but, I'm, gonna but, stop, but, I'm gonna stop you there. He does exist though. So that we're talking <laughs> no, about. No, no, no. I understand. But like, if if you are given Sonic the Hedgehog, why not make it a kid? Who discovers him? Right. And make this movie E.T. for moms. Exactly. Have it be have it be a kid. Have the kid, and then maybe like because if it's then a the kid, kid approaches the cop or something, or like, or, oh. or something like that. If you need it, or the kid and Sonic are just traveling along, uh, you know, and stealing on cars. I don't know. Come on. Then it could have been a missing per like a missing child, and right. that's why the government comes after them too. Yep. We're writing better movies. This is to be clear. Yeah, I'm we are saying. writing better movies. But <laughs> look, I'm just struggling to find a premise. <laughs> yeah, that I can latch on to better than this movie. <laughs> but yeah, immediately he decides like, no, I'm not only like. Also, this was him playing it off cool is really playing cool. Like he just started making like. Jokes to him, like he said something about his repairman. Yeah. And he goes, Oh, yeah, you play softball with them? He's like, He's more of a disc golfer, like Katya. And then he's just immediately yeah. going to interfere oh. with like the like the military. Like, uh, I'll, I'll just like, say that, except for Jim Carrey, all of the human acting is a waste of time in this movie. <laughs> like, it, James yep. Marston, this whole like quip with him about the softball disc golf guy, yeah. pointless. Not it's a little too much for a kid to get that humor, uh-huh. and it's too little for adults to enjoy that humor. Oh, so well, it was just the adults like, apparently enjoyed it though. Apparently. That was so internet. wild. That was uh, so wild. For a second, can I just say? Yeah, we walked into this movie. I told you this earlier. We walked into this movie, and I like clocked the audience. Yeah, because like we're a bunch of thirty somethings going to go watch fucking Sonic the Hedgehog on a oh, Tuesday, Tuesday night. Tuesday night. Um, and I was like, so who else is here? You know, and I looked and I'm like, oh, look, it's a bunch of 30 somethings. It's us. Yeah. We went to the ironic screening yeah, of, so- of this Sonic. Is funny. And there was like no kids there. There were no yeah. kids there. It was like, yeah. And we heard clapping. Yeah, somebody clapped at the Earnest end. laughter. There was clapping at the end of this movie. <laughs> like, people, and look, like what you like, folks. Like what you like. Good for you. But my God, have some standards. <laughs> Actually, I take it back. Don't like what you like. Some things are terrible to fucking like. <laughs> I'd say this is a red yeah, flag. Yeah, I think Sonic the, the red flag was the lack of kids in this uh, oh, yeah. in this movie that requires trailers for Despicable Me, SpongeBob SquarePants, Scooby Doo, 
There was uh, one origin child, story, origin story, other than story. other than a, a questionably aged hedgehog. There was <laughs> one actual child in the whole movie, and she wasn't even in it that long. Yeah, the, 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 that's the, right. That's yeah. it. She was there to give him the shoes. She was a plot point to hand him the shoes, the red shoes, the red yeah. shoes that we're gonna be like, yeah, red shoes, which wasn't that exciting. No, at that point, I, look, I really did want the origin story for the Sonic's red shoes. Like that was uh, that is a gap in the Sonic yeah. lore that has never been True. approached. before. I'm glad I know it's a little girl whose name none of us know. That's right. Oh, God, that's terrible. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. All right, so... Let's uh, let's wrap up this road trip part because I had one more thing that I wanted to say. (laughs) Let's get to San Francisco. Yeah, so they have to get to San Francisco. But the thing is, they just intervene with, like like we brought up, like the military. Like, you know, like they're on the run now. Mm -hmm. And now he's being considered like aiding... Uh, a domestic terrorist. Yeah. It's at this level. So James Marsden seems to be taking that news pretty fine. Like it's just a regular <laughs> day. It's fine. I'm um, just going to lose my career, whether it's yeah, true yeah. or not. Yeah, exactly. Um, but he doesn't. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Sonic's like, I don't know how to get there. And he's like, okay, fine. I'll drive you. And that's once again where I thought like this is going to be like a four-hour drive. Like, right. no, this is an intense drive from Montana to San Francisco. <laughs> days on days. Um, with a hedgehog that goes super fast. Mm-hmm. Um, just remember, like, I don't know. I mean, road tripping is fun, but if you can get there even quicker, even better. <laughs> uh, especially when you're on the run because there's like you're on TV as a domestic terrorist. Mm-hmm. Um, like, everyone, you're, like, the most wanted right now. Also, especially when you're in a car that doesn't have... A windshield <laughs> yeah. or, a, or roof a roof anymore. But also because time yeah, is of yeah. the essence, because he needs his gold rings that are in a tiny little bag on the roof of a giant building. Yes. Right. Um, right. Time is of the essence, and we're gonna take a truck. <laughs> yeah, but 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 of course though, like like I mean, that's all they have to get is to get these rings, so I can leave this world and go to the mushroom world, mm-hmm. uh, because that is the default. Do to you think that was Earth. was that a slight on Mario? Totally. Yeah, I mean, but how that was can like it not be? totally a but slight I on the Mario. Knuckles right? Guys were from the mushroom world. No, 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 no. They're from the regular world. They're from his regular world, and then he has to keep jumping oh. into these different worlds to keep hiding his power. I thought the right. and once he gets discovered on Earth, mushroom. he has to jump over to the mushroom because in the cave, mm. he says, "I'm hanging out on Earth, but if I ever have to run, then I have to go to this mushroom planet." But I think Earth is or, better, or anywhere else on Earth. Yeah. He would have been fine jumping to San Francisco and just staying right? there too, or jumping to I don't know Tijuana. Yeah. That's where people hang out. <laughs> Exactly, but yeah. So you know, both of them, even though on the run and they're clearly like there's a manhunt out for them, Mm -hmm. um, they're cool to just drive in their car that has a license plate under his name. Mm -hmm. Uh, They're cool to get in a bar fight and go to a bar, use a credit card, uh, get gas, uh, check in a hotel, like under your name. I'm assuming Um, up to that point. Then when then yeah, they have a showdown with Robotnik and half the truck is blown off, and they've established that. They're at the California border when that happens. And, you know, I'm not going to look up this information, but I feel like... No, look it up. Let's spend some time. I feel feel like they have two to four hours still of driving. So you're, like, on America's Most Wanted list. You're driving with this alien just into San Francisco that has a bunch of traffic. And you're just 
casually showing up with your truck that's got half blasted off. Yeah. <laughs> I think a cop pulls you over just because your truck's like mangled like this. Do you think he just kept flashing his badge being like, don't worry, I'm a cop. Don't I'm worry, okay. I'm a cop in Montana. Never mind Never mind the the terrorist report alert on you heard a green hill. You heard of Green Hills, Montana? There's no hills, but it's green. <laughs> yeah, and then eventually they just make it to San Francisco and that bag of rings is just still there. Yeah. And he gets yeah. it. Because there was but, no rain. But I also like how he couldn't get up to the building. We've seen him establish, like, like, running up it. And he's like, yeah. oh, sorry, it's locked. Yeah, well, yeah, he took the stairs for some reason. He didn't well, run, he out the side. run out the side of the building. Yeah. Which is weird because it's like, they've again, they've established he's so fast he could stop time. Yeah. But he didn't think to himself, oh, I could just... I literally do this. Used to do this on my home planet where I ran off ramps and Whoa. stuff. Ran, <laughs> like, up you know, ran up things. And also ran considering around. that when you when they eventually you know break in to get to the roof and uh, get the rings, then Robotnik shows up and then he pushes them off the cliff to then go dodge all of his torpedoes and go save. Them. He runs down. My point is that he runs down the building. Yeah. Yeah. So he didn't run up the building. Though. Right. But he could have. This movie could have been... Like, the sad thing about this movie, and I think we all agree about this... <laughs> is, that is that it that, exists. Yeah. yeah well, it's it not exists. even that it exists, but part of it existing is that this movie could be over in, like, three seconds. Right. Yes. Ma'am. Oh, I've been found out. Bloop. Bloop. The end. <laughs> oh, I've got to get to San Francisco. Bloop. Bloop. The end. Yeah, even if you throw the obstacle for some reason why he had to go to his shed instead of just doing it in his cave. Right. Or the problem is they start off with Sonic being too fast. Just give him some progression, right? Like just start him where it's like, you know, he's, he's, maybe he's fast, but he he is like only going like 150 miles an hour and people are clocking him and blah, 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 Mm -hmm. blah. And then like throughout the movie, as his friendship blossoms with this older man. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> call, call me by your Sonic. <laughs> okay, Sonic. Um, yeah, and it, as he's progressing with his friendship, he gets more powerful. You know, at the end, he can have his like Super Saiyan moment and be, and, and you know, and then it's all, all you know, movie made. Like, yeah, and that the took end. And yeah, overall, for me too, this being a Sonic movie, it took a long time to Sonic. Uh, because yeah. we see a little sonicking at the beginning, and then it's really when Robotnik shows up at that last showdown in San Francisco that we get a taste of the Sonic video game itself, where he's throwing the rings, and they're on the Great Wall of China, uh, mm. they're kind of yeah. going through around to different worlds, and he's getting that, chase. those Chinese market. Yeah, took a while to get to a Sonic, and most of the showdown was just trying to trap Doctor Robotnik in, in that spot, place. but then they end up back in Green Hills, Montana. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, every good movie starts where it's or ends where it starts. Yeah. Every good movie. Well, then it should go back to Long Claw. That's some. <laughs> She's slowly dying from that arrow still. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's that's dark. Let's wrap up this movie a little bit. Yeah. Anything else that we have not talked about before we kind of move on and kind of put our stamp of uh, whatever approval on Sonic the Hedgehog movie? Oh, 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 I brought my notes <laughs> that I wrote on tiny notes. pieces of paper. <laughs> There's no reads. This movie wants to say, okay, I'm bad. Let's get past that. But am I even a movie? That's, that's what I was feeling. So these are more like deep thoughts from Dio. Yeah. <laughs> deep thoughts oh. from Dio. What was the, what was the moment? 
<laughs> with power. So for some reason, I wrote uh, the power colon white privilege. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember where that's from. The power white privilege. Oh my god. Yeah, I, well, I think it's because he, at some point, somebody was like, oh, I'll go in there with my, with, oh, I have power. That's right. James Marsden said, like, I'll go there. I have oh. a power that you have. Oh, he says right. to his black wife. Yes. And you're like, oh, it okay, was you're right. right. To get into the building because right. Sonic, because the door was locked to get the roof, he's like, I have great power. And the movie's supposed to be, he's a cop. But yes, talking to his black wife, it's like, I'm he's white. Got power. I, I, I can, can go wherever in. I want. They let white people on any roof. <laughs> Uh, I did note that they they that Robotnik when in during that scene when he, they're going to different places, Robotnik never fires a missile on the Great Wall of China. Never, nothing blows up on the Great Wall of China. Go back and watch this movie again. We, no, not I'm good. we will not. But trust you. When they go to Egypt, he blows, they up, blows the up the Sphinx yeah. and the pyramids. Yeah. No problem. <laughs> not an issue at all. China. This movie is safe. They want to make money there. <laughs> yeah, I think China's a delicate thing, so they're like, no, 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 don't blow up the wall. Egypt, yeah, fuck those pyramids. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And this is not the first film that loves to blow up pyramids. They've done it in Transformers. Mm-hmm. They've right. done it in... Uh, but how many movies have blown up movies? the Great Wall of China? David Copperfield walked through it. <laughs> I don't want to explore this wherever I was going with and, that. And then uh, my favorite note, which Juliet and I both wrote at the same time and showed to Max... Sonic is going to fuck. That's what I want to talk about for the rest of the time. Okay. How much Sonic wants to fuck. He wants to fuck so In this movie. Bad. So, to catch everyone up to where we're coming to this conclusion, Sonic is making a... That, that also goes along with what we're talking about, too. Of like, There seems to be no rush to get to San Francisco, no. even though there is a rush. Yeah. And that wasn't more the issue of that they could have got there really fast, but the movie decides moments when this is supposed to be like oh time is of the essence or like oh actually no we have time to like eat at this bar we have time to go to this hotel we have time to write up a bucket list of all the things i want to do and that's where the movie gets really weird because it's all about sonic like i want to see the world's biggest rubber band ball i want a friend Um, i want a friend and yeah it gets to the point where i believe they're like wink wink like he slowly sh- undressing but also he showered right he was in like a towel and stuff like that yeah, right right co- and that was, was and he was covering his nipples with his towel. that was the first moment yeah. where i'm yeah. like sonic wants to fuck and it's funny because i'm thinking in my head <laughs> he said what dirty. other things can we try or something like why, that and wink wink for a character who's a- naked a hundred percent of the time <laughs> why does he cover himself in a towel why does he cover himself in a towel he's naked a hundred percent of the time um, he wanted to fuck james marsden i mean in, a in his hotel. defense who wouldn't? Fair, yes. Fair, <laughs> there fair, was fair. that moment of like, I just want to try things I've never tried before. Like, that's that's, 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 what, that's what we wrote that's it down. Right. He, he wants, wants to fuck. fuck. And both of you looked at me like, they want, he wants to fuck. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, dude. And I laughed. And that was the hardest I laughed in the whole movie. So. <laughs> was the two idiots sitting next to me. But then, but then at the end, they like, at the end, when when everything's saved, I don't know if we went over this, We we threw they threw Robotnik into the mushroom world, and then they go to live together in Green Hills? Yeah, because it turns out, like, we never needed to move to San Francisco. We're here. Even though I'm going to be arrested for being a domestic terrorist. No, you're going to no, get an Olive Garden You're going to get an Olive Garden coupon <laughs> That's instead. Right. Olive Garden was craft services for this whole shoot. So oh When you're God. here, you're family. That's right. 
it's a weird love story, but it was a movie that for children does have a, a message about, you know, friendship and stuff like that. It's just muddied up in an overall movie that it's bad. is just bad. <laughs> and, and also just kind of like we're talking about terrorism. Right. And, and again, like if you're going to make that message, maybe don't have that message be, hey, kids, you can make friends with an adult man, too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think the movie also really could benefit from that thing that they call um, just revising. I think, uh, I think there's a lot of cases where some of the jokes made sense in an earlier draft. Right. And now that it's in the draft that we're watching, some of the stuff's just out of place. And I think that goes with the sister-in-law wanting them to get divorced. Um, it feels like kind of his like reasoning... Or yeah. why he needs to be in San Francisco. It mm-hmm. feels like some of the stuff made sense, but then doesn't make sense because the movie itself is just kind of pieced together with Jim Carrey doing Jim Carrey things, Sonic the Hedgehog crossing off his bucket list that could involve fucking, and does that's kind of like at the end he just wants a friend because apparently just him saying he's my best friend that brings him back from the dead and more powerful than ever. Yeah, uh, yeah. haven't you ever lost. seen ET? Yeah, where children. <laughs> But at least in E.T., like, they share, like, a heart, right? Like, yeah. that was, like, kind of established, right? Oh, and also yeah. in E.T., it was children <laughs> and, and also, not a grown man. And also in E.T., it was a good movie. Yeah. <laughs> as opposed to <laughs> this. Let's let's give the movie a little benefit of the doubt with parts of... We're not children, but do you guys see this as a kid's movie? Oh, I can see why more of the appeal was, like, landing because maybe we're being too critical of a kid's movie. I mean, right, rightfully so. I'm just saying, as a children's movie, sure. talking about loneliness and friendship, and while like it is what it is, it's a movie about Sonic the video game. Is there a way that we could give this movie some credit? Uh, no, because <laughs> that would be like that would be like saying kids' movies are always bad, right, guys? And then, and it's like, eh, they're not. There's a lot of great kids' movies no, out there. No, yeah, because think back to, like, the Disney movies when we were kids. There were some problematic things that could be solved nowadays, now that we know that they were problematic. Sure. But still, those were movies that were great kid movies that parents really enjoyed, too. Yeah, and then and you you still have, like, you know, I get, thinking about a movie that's also... Uh, you know the Pixar movies; they they're knocking it out of the park a lot of times in terms of like yeah. emotional development and things like that. Right. You know, then you say, well, for a like a video game movie or for a Sonic, specifically a Sonic the Hedgehog movie, without like flexing again, like there's plenty of there were good adaptations of Sonic for like for kids. Like when I was a kid, I read the comics, and that was a great adaptation for kids and environmental message. It was like goofy and silly. You know, and maybe that's the best version, not a comic book specifically, but like that cartoon version. Like if this was a cartoon movie, you know, right. that this would be like it was there was no live action elements in it. And and it was, all, like, you know, even if they had humans like in, in, into the Spider-Verse is another great example mm-hmm. of like a kid's movie that had a lot to say and was really smart and slick and is an adaptation of something that's inherently silly. Like, you could have they could have done more uh uh to make sure that this the message wasn't as hacky you know but yeah maybe maybe and i'm I'm not trying to be like an apologist for this film at all i think Um, you are but i have to just go on the other spectrum of this 
I agree with everything you're saying because these are all valid points. Like Toy Story, Up, like, you know, there's a lot of movies for kids that can hit adults on emotional value and almost have adult jokes in it. Mm-hmm. Um, this, sometimes I kind of wonder if those are movies for like young adolescents, like for like the, the eight through like 11 or something Mm -hmm. and then maybe sonic is almost like as dumb as it's like for like six-year-olds see like four but i also it was a pg movie yeah and that's a good point so i kind of take that back i think this was just kind of like the dumb version of who framed roger rabbit or something like that um but i think but it tries to be kind of who framed roger rabbit of like here's a cartoon character in the real world but that movie's really good I mean, I'm yeah, just trying to kind right. of think of comparisons where well, we blend animation and human interaction, like Cool World. But the, it was more like Space <laughs> Cool Jam. World's clearly adults, yeah. Yeah. Well, I, again, I think it's like you have to do it. Yeah, it's more like Space Jam. Yeah. I would say Space Jam, great movie for kids. Some yeah. people for kids. For kids. Yeah. For kids. Like it. That is a movie where I would grade that on a curve, right? Yeah. Because it's clearly for okay. kids. For kids. And then you know. Adults are going to see it and have like, and there are jokes, you know, for, for the adults, like, you know, Bill Murray shows up and the guy goes, I didn't know Dan Aykroyd was in this picture. That's right. not a joke for anybody but a child. Well, also Bill or Murray anybody Space but Jam, like, well, how did you make it down here? It's like, oh, producer's a friend of mine and, and, and uh, yeah. Teamster yes. just gave me a ride. Exactly. Yeah. Like totally, total jokes in there for adults. It's a adults. very self-aware movie that is for kids, but the adults can appreciate the self-awareness. Whereas Sonic tried to be self-aware in the like, well, I thought it was funny mm-hmm. and yeah. those kind of moments. And it wasn't funny. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so it, and and so I think there are movies that could hit that. And this just what fell so far, far short. We of also it. created like five better stories in mm-hmm. just this podcast of us just sitting and around better talking. kids films, better kids movies, yeah. better kids movies that adults would like. So it's just the laziness, I think, of this, which makes it just not a good movie yeah um so before we overall just review this movie i'll just say like the, right now it has a 6.9 out of 10 on imdb wow and looking over when i was scanning through a lot of these reviews it's actually pretty remarkable like just given all the flaws <laughs> that we have presented um this is what i've found here here are like the similarities a lot of reviews are just basically saying they love it because they listened to the complaints about sonic's look and they fixed it People are literally giving it... People a, feel like they're movie producers now. Yeah, they're yeah. giving it 9 out of 10 just based on that, it feels like. A lot of reviews are just saying how surprised it was to be enjoyable to watch for a kids' movie. Uh, a lot of reviews about how funny Jim Carrey was, and it was great to see him be funny like that again. Uh, a lot of reviews saying, like, finally there's a video game movie that works, which we'll dive into that in a second. But uh, a lot like that, the whole family. My kids loved it, we loved it. Enjoy it. I mean, like, I'll read a few of these really quick. Like, this is a 10 out of 10 on IMDb. This was funny. Fast-paced and family-friendly. They have plenty of comedic moments. And nods to the game franchise. Loved it. Gotta go fast. <laughs> um, I want to I get through these quick. Here's another one that's a 10 out of 10. Very good movie. Review. A movie that I thought was going to be a train wreck really surprised me. Jim Carrey really steals <laughs> it the show. was an airplane disaster. <laughs> wasn't a train wreck right? and they go on jim carrey really steals the show with a phenomenal performance an excellent film to take your whole family to the cinema and have a good laugh very funny i mean jim carrey is a treasure but i wouldn't call it a phenomenal performance he just did some fun jim carrey stuff and threw it yeah, all together it's uh it's getting to the point where 
it's kind of like that sheep like herd mentality that everyone's loving this so i don't want to be just the same thing as like there's hipsters out there that want or contrarians that like oh everyone really likes this well i'm gonna be like i don't like this yeah it's like the this is like i like this oh i like this too yeah i like this too and that's what i was told you i was afraid i was going into this movie like (laughs) is this a thing are you I gonna think go they're, and be they're like, patting wow, the filmmakers on the head. They're patting the the studio on the head and saying, "See, if you listen to us, then we will like what you do." Yeah. So always well, listen to us. This is the wrong message for Hollywood to take away from, like no. where it's it's like, uh, you know, crowdsourcing your movie. Yeah. In in a way that what's the end game? Like like. I guess if you're not making a movie with real creative expression, it's fine. If you're making a movie just to make money, then yes, keep doing this. Because at least people will be satisfied and you will make the money. It's like eating fast food and then you go on, well, like, this isn't really good. (laughs) Well, it's fast food. What'd you expect? It's like, well, then it's still bad. Right. You know? Uh, And But then we shouldn't be giving this a 10 out of 10. Yeah. And I don't even think people that enjoy that kind of fast food would give it a 10 out of 10. Which is a great you know. segue for us to go review that Sonic that's been sitting there for <laughs> since we started body, on the counter. My, my body's about to review it. So. <laughs> uh, before we wrap it up and give our reviews, I have two more 10 oh out of 10s that I'd love oh to God. read. One I've read to you already, Juliet, but you probably already forgot. Did you this, read so. it to her while she was going to sleep? <laughs> <laughs> Might have been. I put her to sleep. It's like a lullaby. This one is 10 out of 10. Title, Pros of the Movie. I love that this is 10 out of 10. But they only gave seven pros of the movie. Okay. So we couldn't even get creative in just ten. Well, maybe like <laughs> one of them is worth a couple. All right. Ready? Number one. This is the review. It's written like this, like a list. Number one. Like love the love the vo- <laughs> <laughs> My best. I don't know. I can't do it. All right. Number one. Love the voice actor of Sonic. Ben Schwartz is a, des- a delightful human. I like him. He's uh, great. Parks and Rec. Parks and Rec. He's, he's, he's very funny. He's also a video game fan. I mean, uh, he's a good dude. Yeah. I mean, I guess you could love the voice. I don't know if that makes it a good movie. but um, <laughs> Yeah, sure. But it's, it's a pro. Yeah. It's better than the one in the, in the video games, yeah. which agree. I've been doing an impression right. of the entire time. I'll agree this is a pro. Okay. Second pro of the movie. Love how they use different references from different movies and TV shows. That's called stealing. <laughs> Number three for the pros. The comedy is on point whether you're an adult or a child. That, pfft, no. no. On what point? No. We've just squashed that for it's an hour. Point. It's on a point. Yeah, what point? There, there's a point on the knife that I'm trying to stab no. my own eyes. <laughs> All right. Number four. The animation of Sonic is way better than the previous one. See, that is the problem. (laughs) They're literally grading it by the movie they didn't see. (laughs) It's the same movie. Uh, Okay. Oh, there's more. Number five. There are some heartfelt moments where you're drawn into the emotions that Sonic is going (laughs) through. All right, literally every one of those moments, Max, I don't know if you heard me, every time that happened, I was like, oh, no, (laughs) every single time. I heard it because that's the part I'll say, like, this movie is geared for children. So I think, like, talking with, like, loneliness and wanting a friend, that those themes can speak to kids. Noble themes, yes. It's noble. But overall, to see the movie get resolved, like, he's my friend. What? I'm like, oh. (laughs) Number six. Love the fact that they're continuing the movie with a second part. (laughs) 
So they love the reason why this movie. Yeah. The reason this movie is good is because they're going to make another one. Yeah. Well, and another the second one spoiler is going to have tails, guys. Yeah. Just like Sonic. If you stay to the yeah. end of the credits. Tails. All right. The last one, <laughs> number seven. One. I enjoy Jim Carrey's role as the villain due to his clumsiness in some situations. <laughs> was clumsy one of was his traits in the movie no, he's a that robot i know i keep saying this but i saved this one because this review got deleted because oh. i think it's a joke but I, when i was reading all these reviews one after another this one hit me in a very funny way this one was written by wilmar don Azoricus. it's all one word anyways nailed it, nailed it. 10 out of 10 Written on Valentine's Day, and it says, Art. This movie is so good, I took my parents, who were going through a divorce, to see this movie, and they decided to stay together. I heard weird sounds from their room afterwards. I assume that they are wrestling. That's definitely a joke. <laughs> and it got taken down because I remember when I was coming up with the ones I want to talk about, uh, I was like, where did that one go? And I'm glad I screen grabbed it because yeah. that one was just like, okay, my, I get it. My favorite. Do you think that? But unfortunately, in... that's a 10 out of 10 for the, the right. score what, that it's getting. Which shows why these kind of movies that are horrible get the ratings that they do on IMDb. So we have to rate this. Yeah. And, you do know, we have to? Yeah, we, we don't have an official scale. So I'm going to go ahead and just say, how many rings are you going to give this movie? <laughs> out, of, uh, out of five. Out of five. Okay. Or do we want to go? Let's do ten out of ten rings. I mean, what is your review for this movie? I give it. What's what's your ring count? I'm gonna give it one ring, and the one ring is one out of ten to rule them all. Yes, and the one (laughs) ring is is just the fact that it movied, um, it existed, (laughs) um, just a consolation prize uh, for bringing some Jim Carrey to the big screen again. To uh, movie. <laughs> Whoa! So I was not expecting a, a score that low, but really? maybe maybe Dio's gonna like Dio. What 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 is your out of? So, I think the question when you look at this movie is how valuable are moments where Jim Carrey is on screen? Because it is the only thing well, of was, value was, in the movie. It was right? one ring value for Julia. It was one because I could YouTube about like eighty of them. Very right great now. point. Very great point. <laughs> a lot better bits. Yes. Yep. Uh, but I got to see it on a big screen. That's that's true. That's true. So that was the one. So, I I hear your point about like a noble theme. It has a noble theme. You know, loneliness. It tries to be for kids. It fails for at being for kids. At even meeting the level that a kid could operate at, <laughs> um, I'm gonna I'm gonna give it two rings, two rings out of ten. Okay, yeah. I give this twelve rings out of ten. No, <laughs> <laughs> no I mean, Wait. maybe I just maybe I'm a little bit more lenient on rings than you you two, but I'm. I, I, Are I, you? I was going. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! Uh, yeah, I'm gonna give this four rings out of ten. Four. Yeah. Um, That's so high. That's almost half. That's so much. Well, it's still failing. In it's fairness, 40%. out of thirty possible rings, it got it got seven. <laughs> so it's like yeah, seven for thirty. Seven for thirty. Why do you give it four? Well, I mean, it's I mean, and like I said, maybe I'm more lenient with this scale, but I'm just saying. 
I agree with what you're saying. Like that that's why I'm kind of giving it some points, but I think that Jim Carrey actually was funnier than I have seen him for a while in his roles and I thought that was very enjoyable that, you know, for one this movie has presented him the opportunity to just kind of take a character that really has no depth to it or whatever and just kind of goof off with it. I think that it succeeded to a degree on making an entertaining kids movie that apparently a lot of kids are seeing, so are they though? I really do think most of the money that's being made are people like I don't twenty know. to thirty. Mm-hmm. That theater Listen, was there were not a kid in sight. It's not a good movie, but I'll just say they went with something. This is what they wanted to be, and it's like a four out of ten movie for me. It's it's got some pretty bad plot. It's got some really bad elements, but I mean. There's some points for the Jim Carrey performance. There's some points for I don't want to be like cliche like that, but it's like all right, well they like paid attention to the design and you know went for something mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. And you're giving them points for the redesign. I'm giving a little, uh, a few points into that, but I think overall I look at this like it's a kids movie that had some times where kids are gonna feel entertained, and I think Jim Carrey kind of is worth at least three points to me. So fair enough. All right, so we have wrapped up our Sonic the Hedgehog filming fo- filming you in film focus, but before we are done for this episode, we want to do another thing because one thing that everyone is talking about, and now the box office numbers are proving this, is this is the best video game adapted film to exist <laughs> up to this point. <laughs> right. Beat out Detective Pikachu, which was last year. Um, beat out other classics, although, you know, inflation... You know, there's some different things to say because I don't think a lot of video game movies have been being made lately because we're in a superhero uh, Justice League Avengers world right now. So it's like there's but but the point is, like, looking into this video game adaptations don't happen because, frankly, a lot of them are just bad. Mm -hmm. In fact, Mm -hmm. all. So (laughs) I haven't seen Detective Pikachu, though. I haven't either. And I want to saw that one was another one that people were like, yeah, this was all right. I just think it's just one of those things. It's a Ryan Reynolds thing. Yeah. Right. Can't Um, see his abs in that at all. I bet the beginning of that movie also starts with, hey, guys, I'm Pikachu. And this is my story. Wait, actually, let's go back to the ring thing. I give it three out of ten rings because I forgot about that whole opening. (laughs) Just movies that start with those openings. Yeah, this movie gets better the more you forget about it. The more, like, like. Oh, yeah. All right. So anyways, we're going to do our top five, and we decided it was appropriate. This is a video game adapted movie. We're going to do our top five video game adapted films in a segment we call Top Five Picks. Well, it's not the bottom. It's the I love that. That's so nice. So I have, I have asked both of you to come up with your top five. Oh, yeah, that's right. I've made a list. Top five video game adapted films ever. I didn't understand the assignment. Wait, what did you understand? (laughs) Hang on. When I say... We were doing movies? We were saying film movies? You said said top top five video game movies. You didn't say adapted in the text message. Ooh. Oh, okay. So wait, what did you interpret that as? Movies about video games. I like this because this is a good list as well. Okay, so you have a list of top five movies about video games. I have a list of three that I remember. Oh, so you didn't even make a top five. You didn't make three ways. Wait, so you not only misunderstood the premise, but also didn't achieve that. Three things, and one of them sort of a TV show. (laughs) So, Juliet, as many professors have said to you in the past, if you ever have a question about the assignment, feel free to approach my office hours. 
Uh, okay, well, well. So, Juliet, why don't we start with? <laughs> I don't. Uh, wow. Okay. Can I just name the three that I thought of? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, I, I we, know what, what, what are your favorite movies based on video? Wait, no, not based. No. That involve video games. That involve video games. Things that are like about video games. Yeah. About okay. I I could do this. Rattle this list off too. Okay. I'm but this was just I'm gonna like, do two lists. I can't just wait. Like, Let's just hear like what you have to say. Of things. I enjoyed the Black Mirror episode, which is basically a short film. Yeah, with, where, with the two with the, dudes with the banging, dudes, with the dudes banging. I thought that was an interesting concept. So for what video you thought games. Sonic was gonna be? Yes, that, that what I wanted actually, Sonic. No, to what be. Sonic turned out to be, guys, right? Because he is <laughs> fucking. What Sonic? Which Sonic three D is gonna be? Because two has to be tails, and then three okay. D. So the Black Mirror episode from this new season with, with the latest uh, season with, with uh, uh, the new Captain America banging. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. So that was one. I also liked the movie The Wizard. Which uh, brought Wizard, about Super movie. Mario Three. Which when I did get that Nintendo finally, that I had to purchase on my own. It's so that was the game bad. I missed. What's the Wizard? Oh yeah, that, the Wizard. Yeah. Oh man, so, the Wizard is so cool. Oh, Fred Savage. No. No. <laughs> no. Fred Savage plays a kid who's good at video games. No, it's his brother. Oh, that's right. His brother. Ben Savage. No, his brother in the movie, right? Savage yeah. Garden. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that's right. So no, basically, this kid who he is obsessed. He's so good at video games, and he also is obsessed with dinosaurs, which in turn makes him obsessed with California. So he keeps asking to go to California. They make their way to California finally to do this video game competition because you're supposed to play this video game, this huge competition. But then the finals at the end, they premiere a brand new game that no one's ever played before, and it's Super Mario Three. Because yeah. this was the introduction of Super Mario Three to the in, world in the movie. In in the, the movie, movie. Yeah. and Weird. it's straight up they're playing on gigantic screens and, and they're just playing super mario 3 for the first time ever we had not seen this game before and they also in that movie i haven't seen this movie in a long time I but i do remember that they also introduced the power glove in yes. that movie which and that's why i was like it's so one. bad because that's like what they say when then mm. it shows up and the rich kid had one yeah that's right. Okay, so the wizard is on your list. So the wizard's on my list. And then my number one is War Games. Well, yeah, War Games. War Games. Which War Games. you haven't seen. What's War Games? Matthew Broderick. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, And this is very similar to Sonic because, you know, the Pentagon's involved. That's right. Um, <laughs> but the same scale of military <laughs> intelligence, yeah. too. Basically, it's like he has a computer. He, he, hacks. he inadvertently hacks into the Pentagon. And the Pentagon... Like prompt says, do you want to play war games? And he thinks it's a video game, but it's actually setting like, off rockets like, and missiles. Yeah, and so he has to kind of play a version of Missile Commander to like stop all the the actual missiles from happening. Yeah. Well, wait, this sounds like Ender's Game. That is, it is similar in premise okay, to Ender's right. Game, yes. But Matthew Broderick. So the actual top five, though, was supposed to be video game adapted because yes. Sonic is a movie that is based off of a video game. Yeah. So what I found finding this top five, and I've already kind of knew this, but actually going, well, I can come up with five. They're all really bad. They're actually like, I don't think I've really oh. seen, for the most part, before you... Before give I it, give you my list of yeah. video game horrible movies that I like. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> they can be elements that we enjoy, but for the most part, there I feel like there hasn't been one that, like, you can just 
honestly say like that was an amazing movie based sure. on this video game. And I wonder what it is there because I don't know, Juliet. I'm sure you've seen other now knowing what we're talking about, like movies that are based off of video games. Yeah, I saw Super Mario Brothers. Yeah, and that's horrible. <laughs> yeah, it's really yes. bad, and it's also like a movie that hasn't aged well. And if you even just look back at what the plot was of that movie, it's just it has basically nothing to do with Mario Brothers. Right. You know. Um, so I wonder why, before we get into top five, why, like what, what happens? Why cannot, why can video games not translate into the big screen? Ready to like, just get it out there and make the money off of it, that they're not putting any effort into it. And there's a, yeah, absolutely. And I think there's also a question like like a cash grab basically. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah, they just want to, this thing is popular. Like they came out with like the Assassin's Creed movie when Mm -hmm. that was really popular. I have not seen any of those. Yeah. I I missed that one too. Not on my list. Uh, But they uh, remade it with Fassbender. They didn't remake it. That was the one. That's but there's the one, one with Jake Gyllenhaal too, right? No, that's oh, that was Prince, Prince of Persia. Persia. Very okay. similar premise. Ooh. Maybe not similar premise. But anyway, the <laughs> my bad, my uh, But I would say, like, I also think, like, as somebody who uh, plays a lot of video games, like, uh, it's hard to translate the experience of playing a video game, like, to uh, the screen because it's a very personal experience, right? Like, you're literally controlling things. You're literally inhabiting a character you're literally um engaging interfacing with something in a way that like a movie is just not maybe it's just not capable of doing like the the closest thing to a movie that tries to do something like that is uh hardcore max what was that was that movie hardcore henry hardcore, hardcore henry, henry. Oh, yeah. um I was getting which, Max which Payne, really, but... <laughs> which Max. wasn't a video game at all, but it was playing off the POV right. and, um, and that is perspective style. exactly, and and it got described as like a very video gamey kind of movie. Um, Why have they I, not made a Grand Theft Auto movie? Just seems like again, it's just in it's your just face. So hard because they have Fast and the Furious, and they've got like yeah, the Fast and the Furious movies. They've got are Baby Driver. Those. They've yeah. got like all of those that are better driving movies. So you don't really need Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, that movie would just look like what Fast and the Furious. Those game like. players are Good satisfied point. with the movies that they have to watch. Yeah. I'm just sad that you guys didn't bring up Gone in sixty seconds, a popular car thief movie with Nicolas Cage. You know? uh, Gone in sixty seconds. What a great movie. What a great <laughs> remake of a terrible movie. All oh, right. Um, no, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Tell me your top five. And, and I think that's the main point though is that it's a personal ex- experience with everything yeah. so there's not like one this is the story right and even if you try to just take the story like let's be honest about video games too only recently did the stories for video games really rise to the level that or, it, or consistently rise to a higher level yeah you know, a lot of video games back in the day were you know just I kind of alluded to this when trying to describe Sonic. They just kind of threw things at you. They didn't really sure. explain it. There wasn't really it wasn't about plot. There it was about like what you're seeing on screen, uh, and and you you know you in in essence like in a video game you're playing the plot. Sure. You're, so you know you're not there wasn't there was a lot of lore and a lot of history, but there wasn't a lot of like plot moments because you were doing that yourself. And now it's now that's different. But so. Uh... Let's break down, though, because it's not working out <laughs> as far as uh, movies based off of video games, video nope. game adapted films. 
I uh, yeah, this is the one of the rougher top top fives I've had to ever put together. I feel, <laughs> and honestly, it's so bad that I'm almost ready to put Sonic at number five. <laughs> um, Do it, man! This movie again, it's the best, best audience criticism critically acclaimed audience movie ever yeah. this year 100 yeah. and, and that's what i did i did put sonic at number five just based on how much it grossed over an opening day weekend for a movie based on video games because also they don't do that well in theaters <laughs> no. like a lot of them don't really kind of go over but that's my number five number four i picked max Payne. okay really bad movie um it really was it's uh, like sin city light and it's funny because Sin City has flaws as well. Yeah. But the thing is, Max Payne, the video game itself, I really love that game. And I remember playing that game, oh, this can be a movie. Yeah. Um, it felt very, like, the story and the themes, everything was there. It's like this noir detective, wife is killed, clearing his name, but also digging deep into this mob, underworld. You have to take pain pills in the game to, like, whenever you get shot. <laughs> it had this, like, gritty, raw darkness, but kind of, like, dark comedy sort of at times because you're like literally just you get shot a bunch basically and just crack open a bottle of ibuprofen and you're like oh they'll take off the edge (laughs) and i just like i'm playing this as a middle schooler that's actually how Um, you get better when you're shot is ibuprofen yeah that's correct i know i used to be a medic blood thinners really help saving private ryan all those medics on the beach were just giving them ibuprofen that's right (laughs) you have a headache no his head got blown off (laughs) ibuprofen um Anyways, uh, but, I, put, I put Max Payne on there because at least they made it. I, <laughs> I would have never so, casted so Mark. So you made the list just because you exist. Yeah, um, wow, low bar there. Yeah, um, Mark Wahlberg was the weirdest casting ever. I thought it would be sure. like a Hugh Jackman or something like that. Uh, not Fun more. fact about that movie, uh, Bo Thorne wrote that movie, teaches at UT here in Austin. Oh. And uh, I had the pleasure of... Uh, being taught how to adapt screenplays by Bo Thorne. All right. Uh, and and he, video game screenplays. And he knows exactly what that movie is. <laughs> he had no <laughs> illusion so, uh, about that his, movie. His name's Bo Thorne? Bo Thorne. Because yeah. also it stars Bo Bridges. So I just wanted to make sure we got <laughs> Who right was Bo. in Wizard? Oh. 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 oh, snap. Number three is Street Fighter. Hell yeah, dude. Uh, the movie's so ridiculous and over the top, but just talk about if you're a boy growing up in the 90s, like, uh, how can you You made you me watch that, that, like, a hangover day. Yeah, how did it go? Oh, God. Yeah, it's it's a, it's a rough one, but, you know, Jean-Claude Van Damme. Oh, dude, flexing, yeah. playing an American. Jean-Claude Van Damme. So, so Street Fighter also made it onto my list. And, uh, okay. Uh, and oh, if only, you know, just to preview a little bit – the that movie has the best villain line in any movie ever. Raul Julia, when he's oh. when she's like, you know, Chun Li is like, you killed my brother, my whole village, blah 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 blah. And Raul Julia is like, you know, when Bison showed up in your uh, town, like for you that was a like a momentous moment in your life, they, like a true, yeah, a huge deal. But for me, it was Tuesday. Right. And that is like <laughs> such a good line. It's Raul Julia eating the scene. Anyway, yeah. I so I agree with you on, on Street yeah, Fighter. Yeah, and Street Fighter, it's 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 one of those um games just where you fight, that's it. Like it's just like uh it's just a fighting game. And so that also means you can kind of have fun with the story a little bit, but also it's just 
basically, yeah, they fought. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> but also, don't get me wrong, it's not that good of a movie. Yeah. No. This, no. this list is not based on my all-time greats, just for video games. These game are adapted. not yep. your top five movies in general. No. All-time. Oh. Well, our lists are very and, uh, different. The last one I'll say, because I want to hear what your you know five through two is, but my second one, this was a tough toss-up because... I really enjoyed Resident Evil and Silent Hill. I enjoyed those video games when I was um, younger. I thought all the Resident Evil movies were just bad. Um, they just really never hit the essence of what I thought they should be. And it's kind of weird because Resident Evil was a really awesome video game series. And it just feels like we just kind of lost it. Um, but, you know, it was a powerful franchise. They made like eight of those. or like I mean, yeah, they made like so four. They made a lot. Um, I think so he, he's going back to the well with those movies too. Yeah. So I took Resident Evil off the list, but I just wanted to mention it. But I did throw Silent Hill on there because I enjoyed that video game a lot. Silent Hill one and two. Um, it's a it's a mystery mm-hmm. uh, horror video game where basically um, I think Silent Hill one is a dad and his daughter get lost in this fog and they hit this like city called silent hill he loses his daughter and you're basically just tracking her daughter while discovering the mysteries and horrors of the spell and the dangerousness of over the city now the movie itself i had some high expectations because once again here's a movie that like the video games laid it out you know you're just gonna recreate the video game and they just didn't exactly no um it still was entertaining, and there was sometimes where they brought back like the Silent Hill thing, like running through the fog. But uh, yeah, they just kind of went with their own theme, with like it's about being a mother, and I don't know. I I just thought some of it kind of lost on me, but I'll give it number two for at least like at times it reminded me of the video game. It looked really good, and they had some kind of notes to like the horrors and the visuals that you saw in that. But and then other times it was just meh. So. That's my number two. My number one, I think, is definitely number one. But I want to hear your five through two. Okay. Because I'm, right. I'm, I'm hoping that we have the same number one. Otherwise, I will punch you in the face. <laughs> well, Like a street fighter. Note, uh, <laughs> Resident Evil Extinction. No. Um, <laughs> so, uh, Street Fighter is probably my second favorite video game movie that I've seen. Number four, uh, I'm going to put... An Uwe Boll film, House of the Dead, only because it is so bad. It's really bad, it's right? It's so bad, I enjoy the the hell out of it. Number five, just for the the gall of it, Warcraft. Uh, the oh, Warcraft yeah. movie that came out. Uh, it looks like Warcraft, and as somebody who played a ton of those, movie, uh, those video games and played World of Warcraft for a while, like... You know, in the same way that they they, na- they eventually nailed Sonic correctly, mm. they nailed the look of the of the world of that. Is that movie great? No, but uh, I never saw it. It is like the best version of a caricature of Lord of the Rings you could possibly do. Interesting. So that's your five through two. So what's the, number the, one? The guys? number one, and I mean, I feel like this has to be your number one. Otherwise, like you're crazy. But Mortal Kombat, obviously, yeah. yeah. So it has to be. I've seen that. <laughs> Saw it twice in theaters. A kick-ass opening song. Yeah. Like, oh my god! Just... The, the song alone is worth the number one spot. I remember the second time I saw it in theaters, there was a, a whole front row that was dancing to it at the beginning. <laughs> like it's like Mortal Kombat. Yeah, and 
it's it's still not the greatest but as far as video game adapted like man they really nailed it because it was just based on people fighting so they have a tournament yeah they show up and it's just your classic characters fighting each other and it's a lot of fight sequences sub-zero versus Liu kang that has to be number one i don't know i mean it's it basically nails it's the first video game adapted film that like just nails this was mm-hmm. what the video game was i think if you were hard pressed Maybe, maybe before Detective Pikachu, if you like, <laughs> m- you made somebody name a video game movie, like Mortal Kombat would be the one yeah. that they would pick. Yeah, Mortal Kombat, unquestionable number one. Mm-hmm. It's unanimous. Uh, yeah. But then otherwise, we kind of have just all agreed that they all kind of just suck. <laughs> well, yeah, this has been a lot of fun though. Um, yeah, as it. Yeah. <laughs> did you, I mean, did you enjoy your afternoon here? I yeah. got my sadistic glee off of watching <laughs> you just squirm in your seat during the beginning of that movie. Oh. Just, just, I mean, it was a true delight to watch <laughs> two people watch a movie with their head in their hands the entire time, just rubbing their temples. Just really, just really, just, Good. I savored. It was like, it was like, Mm, I was very Ryan, tasty. Like, did you want to see this movie? Because you wanted to see this movie. Yeah, my, I, I, there I was, was ready for like Mortal Kombat to just play like Mortal Kombat. <laughs> I was like, nope. My favorite Still part about the, the movie, movie, for sure, was you guys. The the look of confusion when I would talk about seeing this movie and how stoked <laughs> I was to see this movie because you were like, wait a minute, does he? Does he? Does really? he like this movie? Like. <laughs> No, no, there was there was no moment that I thought this movie was going to be anything but it was. Well, we we went through that discussion together, and we go, I mean, why does he want to see this movie? He's like, no, he can't. This got to be a joke. But but he still suggested this movie. I mean, movie going to the films is not cheap these days. All right? That's right. That's he, right. He's down. He's like, I'm thirteen dollars committed to this joke. <laughs> thank you, Dio, for joining. Let's do this thank again. You Maybe guys. watch a different movie. Uh, thank you all for listening. Thank you, Julia, for being with me as always. Thank you. Please like and subscribe us. We always appreciate five stars. And we'll catch you the next time when we're ready to film you in. Like film, that's what they all say. Great movies, it's the American way. I wish they had a show where they reviewed movies, which they do. It's called the film.